I'm mad. What why? Grr. Internet. Tomatoes score. For oh, is it good? It's is like 95 or something. I mean, it's super it, high. It it does. That's too high. That's going to be high. I'm not high. saying it deserves it. I, it is that high. <laughs> I did kind of look at you like Jared. Defend this bullshit. <laughs> I actually could defend it. No, I probably could too. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but like I, just, I'm just. I think I'm, 95 is a little high. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Although, if, if you're looking at it as, if you're looking at yeah, it like, no. Yeah. Listen, you're, if you're looking at it like, you're it, it a is a, on your head. a I'm 90, wearing a crown. If you look at it's it as a like crown. a ninety-five percent uh, film, then yeah, that's that's too much. But if you're looking at it as ninety-five percent thought it was a good movie, I'm okay with that. Well, see, okay. Yeah. No. We haven't it would started be, yet. They record. I thought, fine, you, I thought you were recording. I, we do this every time. And then you're like, okay, let's get started. And I'm like, oh, I thought. What? I am, but you're starting the actual podcast part before I do the intro. Oh <laughs> well, gosh. pick up and do the no, intro. Dude, you're the one who's like, oh, it's 95%. This is your fault, Josh. It is. Hi, I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm a student here in Nashville. And uh, I don't know. I'm overrated. I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author. And I am not the Jedi that the poster made me look like I am. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jared. I am a dad, and I have been shopping for dollhouses for the first time. <laughs> I don't remember that part. All right, like, all right I, I get okay. that. Okay. I'm a Brian. That, no, that's when Han Solo's like, "You're my daughter now." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I uh, I'm a new little robot. And we're opinionated. And tonight we're watching Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens came out in 2015. It currently holds a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Which I thought you is said it was 95. High. I said 95. As they I said 95. Uh, I just I didn't was correct damn them. close though. It was yeah. directed by J.J. Abrams, and it stars Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, many, many others. Which Put one was Mark Hamill? Jesus. In the movie, <sighs> yes, I, this yeah. is a really good springboard. Lucas, he's not in the. Oh, yeah, he no, is. He is. Yeah, he's okay. starring for the he last was, thirty seconds of the I thought, movie. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say it is really weird to have those three be starring. He gets, when, he gets second billing, right. but he's in there for the last. I thought 30 he was seconds. in the trailer for the paycheck, next one. Probably. Well, yeah, Harrison Ford. What's this movie about, Rick? Three decades after the Empire's defeat, a new threat arises in the form of the militant First Order. Defected stormtrooper Finn and the scavenger Ray are caught up in the resistance. Uh, are caught up in the resistance's shirt. Shark. Holy shit! Ah, that is a hard <laughs> series of words to say. <clears throat> hard series. Defected stormtrooper Finn and the scavenger Ray are caught up in the resistance's search for the missing Luke Skywalker. Bum bum bum. Uh, okay, so we've we've been. I don't know. We've been spicy on a lot of episodes recently, um, and I, I feel like we were kind of all looking forward to these just because we get to bicker a lot, and we're a crew that likes bickering. Um, I'm actually terrified. For the next two episodes. <laughs> um, okay. I, I feel like I've been painted into a corner of hate. Okay, I don't. I <laughs> no, don't, no, no. Let's, let's make this very clear. I wish that had been you've your been, intro. <laughs> you have been painted into a corner of you don't understand Star Wars. <laughs> no, no, you no. I understand Star Wars fine. I, I would say you've been painted into a corner of salt. Personally. The only way you would understand it is if you had those nice big rose tinted goggles on. Yeah. It the only way I'd understand it is if I was in the cor- in the corner jerking off to my Star wow. Wars poster like these two. Hey, whoa, then whoa, I'd whoa, understand. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've Star never Wars. jerked off to a poster. Thank you. Yeah. Just the movies. <laughs> I don't no. think I've ever jerked off to a poster either. No. <laughs> I've jerked off to a lot of stuff. <laughs> But not a poster. No? 
No. Uh, we're a family-friendly podcast. Around we are here. we? Not. <laughs> I mean, there's what? no bad words there. <laughs> yeah, nothing's wrong with posters, Rick. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the poster. There's, well, posters, no, there's posters for Suicide oh, no. Squad. I mean, disgusting. Will Smith. Right? Gross. <laughs> Brian's oh, like, yeah, he was in that movie. <laughs> Brian's like, yeah. you know what? Actually, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I retract. Right. Anyway, anyway, I uh, I feel like I've been point. Painted into a corner of hate oh, as boy. as the one who just likes to poo poo on Star Wars and I mean, who hates you these, do poo poo on Star no, Wars. If you have been no, painted I... in that corner, it's because you have the paintbrush in your hand. No, I just call out the things in Star Wars that are wrong with Star Wars. I still enjoy it. There's really only <laughs> one said, Star. No. Furiously, <laughs> there... listen. I'm having so much fun. I'm a very positive person. <laughs> no, I I. There's really only two Star Wars movies that I don't enjoy. Uh, one from the prequels. And one from the sequels. Yeah, but you like you don't like the wrong ones. That's the problem. Get out of here! You don't and understand Star he's Wars. Wrong on the prequel, but he's, he's Look, probably right. All on the I'm sequel. trying to say, we're, we're trying to do the intro. We haven't even watched this dang movie. All I'm saying is that I. You're the one that did this again. Oh my gosh! What's the uh, <laughs> subtitle for this one? The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah. I enjoy this movie. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it holds up as well as... That was a great way of you doing that because I also enjoy this movie. I enjoy this movie. Great. There's a lot of stuff in here that I think is really fun. There are some things in this movie that I think are really dumb. But you can have both in a movie and still enjoy it. And I like watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, Especially some of the things in this movie that stood out the most to me after watching it was just how... Just how far it seemed like a lot of the CG had come mm. into the, like there's the there's the shot in the trailers where the X wings are like swooping down and skimming over the surface of the lake and I was like dude it's one of the best shots. my mind is that being is blown like yeah. I love this in the theater I was repeatedly blown away time after time watching it just how beautiful things looked and yeah. how much fun different parts of it were I would definitely agree with that mm-hmm. I don't think it's perfect and I don't think it's as good as any any in the original trilly trilly word <laughs> word yeet uh but but i still have fun watching this movie um i might put it on the level of return of the jedi in terms of quality cuz i think I that think is i would too it's 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 i would definitely say that i like return of the jedi better but i think that this movie is a fun likable movie and honestly i think in a lot of ways it was exactly what was needed after the prequels we needed 1, something to kind of percent. just to 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 like you know, wash the taste of those out of our mouth and say, like, hey, Star Wars can be fun and good again. Like, and in most ways, uncontroversially fun and good again. I think that there is definitely a particular controversy that we will discuss. And I think it, but I think it will be a discussion because I don't think that anyone here has a real hardline stance on it. Um, but it'll be, it'll be fun to see, <laughs> I think, I'm, how that goes. I'm fascinated to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. The thing that I kept thinking about before coming over today. Uh, to do this that I was just like what what was the key factor in this movie and I really think for both really for the whole sequel trilogy the politics in Star Wars behind this trilogy are insane yeah. uh, as from as far as the fan base is concerned I think oh oh you mean like in the making of the movie yeah Okay, uh, no, you say politics and Star no, no, no. Wars, and I'm I started thinking of like trade federations of blockades. <laughs> yeah, not, what no, a weird place the... to make a stance on. <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't have a beef with that, so okay. I no, thought no, the no, Trump, no. It, the, the adding the Trump scene in was really controversial. <laughs> yeah, but it was very poignant. <laughs> no, I, honestly, though, I think that... Che- Chewie just slowly donning a mag. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You know, okay, the sequel trilogy, you know, as we're about to dive into this, is so, it's such a weird place 
Um, because especially with this movie, you're coming into a movie with a fan base that hasn't had a movie in a decade and is super nervous because the last movie that we got wasn't the best. No, no, it was it, not. None, none of that trilogy was the best. It was not what we hoped for. It was not. It was, in, in a lot of ways, uh, it was fun. In a lot of ways, it was garbage. And you just wasn't, you weren't sure what the the mouse house was going to bring for us. Exactly. I think So I think for a movie... With a fan base that just needed a reset, I really like what this movie does. Is the third one out yet? No, it's coming, coming out. out Christmas. Okay, I was gonna say, like, Christmas, you guys actually. are talking about the trilogy like it's over. Did that? Did that one already happen? Is is it's uh, it's close. It, we're we're almost past it. Praise, is Raya praise everything. The, <laughs> the the child of Leia and it is yet to be determined. Leia and Palpatine. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> that weird a twist. A weird affair. <laughs> he he forced seed inside her. He did the same thing that he did with Shmi. Huh. But with from Captain Hook, what? <laughs> no, this yeah, is a very diverse storyline. <laughs> Anakin's mom, <laughs> who was Anakin's played by Mister Mom's Shmi. name was Shmi. <laughs> yes, I think it, was that right. That's right. That's hundred percent right. right. Yeah. Okay. Who am I thinking is of? That that's short really for something? Also, What's was Brian here for that? Shmiana. I can't remember. Yeah, he right? was there for that one. <laughs> All right, so we definitely talked about Shmi in that podcast, yeah. and I felt like he had the same response. It's short for Shmiandra. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not true. What's, <laughs> oh, what is uh, Palpatine's first name? That's the one. Sheev. That's the one. That's Sheev. the one he had the reaction. Yeah, 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 reaction yeah that's right. Sheev. Sheev Palpatine. Sheev Palpatine. Oh, Sheev. and then it turns out that Ray's real name is Shmeev. <laughs> oh, oh. It's, a, it's a twist. <laughs> is she like All right. the Brian, child you've seen of this Boba Feet? Boba Feet. Yeah. Boba Feet. You've yeah. seen this before. Yeah. yeah, back when this was supposed to be like the birth of the new era of Star Wars and whatnot. I Did mean, it, it satiate was. your Star Did Wars it, yeah. appetite? I, there wasn't much there. Like, if I want Star Wars, I want in like game or like book tabletop form. Or, form or okay. book. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say. And, and that's Brian, interesting I mean, because you don't. Well, at least I haven't had a lot of experience with Star Wars new nerds who like their preferred Star Wars is to just avoid the movies. Like I have not. <laughs> I was going to say Brian like is before. very much in that camp for me though, because like I don't know a lot about you, but I would say that in the reviews that we've gotten to do together, this is not like <laughs> the movies don't seem to be your main medium for Star Wars fandom. They just feel like. What's that game where you have the cube and all the little dice with layers on them and you shake them up and throw Boggle? Boggle? Yeah. Oh, the game. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels like if you just put words from Star Wars in there and everyone is new and they shake it and throw it down, it's like, all right, Leia, Force, Dark, uh, <laughs> Wookiee, Kill, Anakin, Anakin Ghost. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> And that's each new movie. I can kind of see where you're coming from with yeah, that. Like, that's why I can't ever, saga. It that's why I can't ever figure out which, like, which movie we're watching because all of the like subtitles are like ambiguous with each other. Like, the Force Awakens could be any of them. <laughs> it still could be. What, what, no yeah. could apply to What's, any of What'd you say this one was? Or, no, what'd you say the prequel was we were talking about earlier? Like, The Last Jedi or The Jedi Returns? There's or... Revenge of the Sith. Uh, there's the there's Return of the Jedi. That's the original, not a prequel. The original or, And that's episode. the... The, third, the final episode, episode of the three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Return of the Jedi, Return yes. of a Jedi. Return Jedi. of the Jedi. Okay. That could be any of them. Uh, that there is a like Jedi in. It couldn't I, be I mean, any of the prequels. I, they didn't return in any of those. Well, so. what about when they're also knowing that there were no prequels when Episode Six came out? Right. I feel like it's you only have you have a limited pool. Of the options. Jedi were like... off planet. They came back. <laughs> return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate you right now. <laughs> what was uh, what episode was the- ten is gonna be Jedi come home? <laughs> yeah. What what was the uh, the second one of this this new trilogy? The Last Jedi. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no, I feel like that one. You you can't do any of the first three with that one. Is the last one Luke? Is the last one? Is the last one fucking Finn? Is That's, it Leia? I mean, is it, we will we will Rick, definitely Rick, have this Rick, conversation. Is it, Hold is it cool Torso it. Man? Just, is he the one <laughs> from Jedi? Just let him troll. It's okay. We're gonna have that conversation got, when we get to the I got, last Jedi. I gotta say, Brian, I love having you on these because you enjoy Star Wars, and yet on the two episodes you've been on for this series, the first you know, one you're like Jedi are stupid, <laughs> and on the second one you're like the Force is stupid. That was and you. I, no, <laughs> no, that was me. No, that was him. Yeah. That was 100% him. I love having you on this it's thing. It's just I don't, yeah, arbitrary. I don't like it. I want it to be like, have its rules and man. have its, have like, I want it to just be like, you know why I didn't use the force this time? I just didn't. <laughs> Honestly. Could I have? Yeah. I, Would you have stopped like a lot of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> just didn't. Just didn't. Just I, you know I, what? I when I'm feeling it today. No, when no, I'm feeling it. I already, I already used my uh, my third your, level spell slot yeah, for, uh, for since enemy. Didn't have it anymore today. I don't know what to tell you. All burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They could be within 15 feet of me. I wouldn't know, even though I'm the strongest jagai in ever fucking existed. This is a, this is a fucking train wreck. You know this what's what sad is. is that in a lot of ways, Star Wars is a lot more consistent with its rules than a lot of the, fan, the sci-fi that preceded it 100 oh well yeah but 100%, I mean, we're not talking yeah. i agree with that a thousand <laughs> we're not talking about but that anyway, shitty sci-fi we're talking we about go, star wars why don't we go watch this movie so we can talk about the whole movie and brian can derail that uh, conversation i don't feel like any of us talked about like what we like remember from this movie it except for maybe matter. josh maybe I we'll mean, be we'll be back in a minute we're gonna go upstairs and a watch quick it minute <laughs> yeah uh we'll be back as soon as we're done watching episode seven of force awakens the Force Awakens. The singular. The Force had a baby. <laughs> a little bit of The Force Awakens somewhere. There are stories about what happened. It's true. All of it. The dark side. Jedi. Reading is one of those where I'm like, I watch it and I'm like, eh, I like the song. No, this is like probably like stuff. their best work. The the Yoda thing, seagulls. Yeah, I I think my favorite is it's uh, so stuck in my head. And I hate me it. too. I <laughs> is, love it though. Uh, the something of love, bushes of love. Bushes I of love head. bushes of love. <laughs> you love bushes of love. Yeah. Run, you know what? Run, all of us love tough. bushes of love. I can be a backpack while you run. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's seagulls. It's that seagulls. Sun, it's the exact same thing we've been talking about. We're waiting about for you time. to start, Josh. Do you want to talk about Star Wars or what? Yes, I was trying to. It's been <laughs> <laughs> two minutes since we watched that Star Wars. Oh, gosh. All right, so we're back. We watched some Star Wars. And uh, 
We were getting salty while watching it. You Mostly know, just at the jokes that we were each making. <laughs> yes. Because we we all made jokes, but we were like, no, no, you're making that joke for a dumb reason. I feel like that's the the, the next podcast just in a nutshell right oh, there. Oh, 100%. We're going to mm. get so salty now, at each other for not being salty about the things that we're salty about. Wait, so, on the second? Yeah, Last okay. Jedi. I don't actually know what's about to happen because I feel like for the first six movies that we watched, I like came down here and I'm like, yeah, I know what we're about to talk about. <laughs> right now, I'm like... Oh man, where's this is gonna go? Here's the thing. <laughs> and, <Listen>. and, <laughs> Brian. Here's the thing. While we the were talking, thing. it became very obvious that the reason we disagree on Star Wars like we do, Jared, is because, because you don't understand it. No, it's because you refuse to be like, Oh yeah, I love Star Wars, but that's kinda dumb. You're just like, No, no, it's Star Wars and wait, it's wait, fine. Wait, wait. And you're just salty because no, you don't get I it. I am calling straight bullshit <laughs> because we have six movies where I have said, Yeah, this and this are dumb. He's got a point. He has said that a lot. But the thing but is, is this movie. <laughs> this is the thing. We don't agree about what the dumb things are. We just agree that there are dumb there things. There are in this dumb movie. things. I my, won't disagree with you. My and I'm not getting into final thoughts this early because we just are. started recording. <laughs> but my least favorite part of this movie is just how convenient everything is for everybody in it. it, it just, that's not a Star Wars thing. That's a JJ Abrams thing. That is fair. Well, it's in this movie, which <laughs> makes it a this Star Wars thing. That's also a good point. I, I can't probably going to be a, the point. a last Star Wars thing, and I'm going <laughs> to guess it's coming up in the movie about to come out in December. I'm also thinking so, because it's a J.J. Abrams <laughs> thing. Yeah. Take that to the bank. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like when this came out, I was freaking pumped that J.J. Abrams was doing it. 100%. And honestly, I still think he was a good choice, and on, and I honestly do think this is a good foundation for I the agree new trilogy. There everything. are yes. massive problems with it, in my opinion. I wouldn't say but, massive. No, it's massive because it's an entire star-sized base. But um, <laughs> that's no star. <laughs> but wait, wait, why is that, that a problem here when they had a Death Star? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Well, the star. You're was... jumping ahead to the end. Let's, let, <laughs> no, I'm no, jumping no, no. back to previous movies. <laughs> no, okay, we can we can get into that, but I would rather save it towards the end of the, sure. when we're talking about towards sure, the end. Sure, of the sure, movie. sure, sure. I really like the beginning of this movie, though. I do too. Yeah, I I agree with what you. I wanted to finish what we were talking about a second ago. I think that the reason J.J. was such a great choice is that J.J. was not going to screw this movie up. No, he was going to make a fun movie. Yeah, which he did. It was, he, it was a yeah, lot of fun. It is, absolutely. It's it's a excellent time watching this movie. Yeah. If it, I think that it, and honestly, I think I'm going to say this about Last Jedi as well. If this was a standalone Star Wars movie somehow, like it was not connected to the other sure. universe, I'd probably think it was one of the best ones ever. Really? Yeah. I think that a big part of what is dragging down the sequels is the connection to the previous movies and the things that, at least I feel, the baggage that comes along with that. Now, those things can be advantages, but I don't think they've used those previous connections in a way that helps the movie. It only hurts the movie. And that's interesting to me because the problems that I have with this movie aren't tied to characters from previous movies at all. See, okay, but I think indirectly it is. Because you have this weird issue of I need to bring back every character that the old fan base loves, mm-hmm. and I also need to introduce you to these characters that I want you to fall in love with. Because I actually you mean, have a brand. J.J. Abrams had this. No, problem. no, no. Disney. Yeah. This is not no, a no, J.J. No, 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 thing. No, no. no, Disney, J.J. Whoever the people making this movie had that problem. Right. I don't have that problem. I don't need all of the old characters to come back. That's fair. Again, I think, but I think that that's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that the decisions that you have to make when you are making a movie that is 
a sequel to one of, if not the biggest movie experience of the century. It is like, the biggest. I mean, it, I mean, there. It, no I can, sure. I can, it I can't think sure. of anything else. It is, you, and so you have a lot of baggage and decisions that you have to make based on that. And I think rather than let those things help the story that they're trying to tell, they have just treated them as problems to solve yep. and not made them into advantages. I agree. The way that they've decided to bring back the old characters and tie in the new ones creates a lot of coincidences that just happen to work. It's coincidences. It's coincidences, and it's also. It, it feels bloated with characters. Uh, that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking I, I, I about. That's but, the struggle. That's the whole struggle I'm talking I, about. I would say that just about every Star Wars movie has had just had to juggle tons of characters. But I think that in this not one, like it's this, though. I think that the problem is again you're 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 having to juggle not just new characters and a lot of characters, but characters that everyone knows and loves, but they're 30 years out from the previous movie, and we don't know what happened in between those movies, and so they're having to convey a ton of stuff all throughout. We know what happened with, between those yeah, movies. Yeah, everything went to shit. Yeah, we got the crawl. Luke ran away. <sighs> Le- Leia's pissed and is looking for him. We'll, we'll talk about this more. There we go. We know I, everything that happened. <laughs> I am really unhappy dun, dun. with the decision that they made. Now, I do want to get to the actual movie. But I do the too. last thing I want to say but about this I before this is, is... I do think this is so important. Mm-hmm. Because I do think that you do have to make it 30 years later because you want to bring back the old cast. Oh, yeah. That's a necessity. You and have you don't to bring have, them back. Which means you don't really have the time to go into what happened over the last 30 years. I think... You're right. You can't explain in detail the things that happened. What you need to do is what the original A New Hope Star Wars did, which is convey the situation in a very quick, easy-to-understand right. way. And to do that, you yes. need to have the situation be a natural outgrowth of what we saw at the end of Return of the Jedi. And personally, I think what that needs to be, and something that I think that would work really well for the age that we're now living in, is if you had this almost utopic scenario and instead of the first order being the empire all over again you had them be a small group of essentially terrorists and doing horrible things and the the government that they have created in the in the previous you know 30 years yeah. can't really handle it but again yeah. this still harkens to playing the politics game because i think they wanted to make them the new empire mm-hmm. to basically play the nostalgia game exactly. and say Old fans who we pissed off, or not we, but who George Lucas pissed off with the prequels, here you go. We're showing you that we understand the original trilogy. And I think that that's what I... remaking the first of them. And I think that's exactly what I mean. And that's a brilliant marketing move. It's not a brilliant movie move, but it is a brilliant marketing move. I mean, everyone does that marketing move these days. I know. They don't want to try new ideas I don't think it's my favorite thing. I don't think it's my favorite thing, but I think it's a good movie. And I think it's that a, it was a move a, that makes money. As Rick said, yeah. it's a perfect re-entry into this massive thing that everyone's scared as shit to screw up. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the problem. And I think that if you, I think that the the way that I laid it out, where you know we've got now the the big big dog is now the Republic that they've created right. in the in the wake of Return of the Jedi. Even though and now is also really big. Sure, somehow. but yeah. you know what I mean. But and then you all and then the revert you reverse the dynamic from the previous movie right. of instead of having the the giant be the bad guys you've got the giant be the good guys but you have the small group that can outmaneuver them be the bad guys and i think that would be an interesting way to to have that same dynamic while doing something new and twisting on it i agree with you. it would also not mean that everything and that's happy about return of the jedi is going to go horribly wrong and shitty yeah i will not let that point go (laughs) ever i just so mad what did you expect to happen 
I expected it. Okay, to be honest, like, I expected all of the Empire's generals to be like, ah, crap, they killed our leader. I guess we're done. We surrender. I expected. Okay, the end of that movie is explicitly designed to be as much of a happy ending as it could possibly be. George Lucas literally wanted to create it to be a happy ending. His people were pushing him to have some deaths in there to have to it have that weight because of that. But he said, no, this is a fairy tale. We wanted to have a happy ending at the end yeah. of the day. And that's what happens at the end. Everyone lives happily ever after. Now, I'm not saying that it's it's necessarily going to be a perfect thing the entire way. But at the end of the day, I want it to be, yeah, these guys had maybe challenges to overcome later in life. But this was the big thing that they beat. They won. They get to enjoy it now. Yeah, Instead, that works what because I get, it's a fairy tale. And because the story's say, over at that point, And then later on when you're like, oop, psych, the story's actually not over. Well, then you have to go back and actually consider the ramifications. That's of how fine, the story Josh. Ended. But you can get to this to the point where we're starting this new story and have the shitty things start there instead of being like, yeah, about ten years after all that stuff went down, Not everything even. really went to really yeah. bad. Luke ran away and cried on a planet alone for a while. <laughs> Han and Leia, you know how you were really invested in their romance? Well, they break up, and uh, Han's gonna get murdered by his own son, and it's really just gonna suck all of it. I think. Oh, also, Han's just gonna live alone on his uh, with Chewie and like kill his crew repeatedly, apparently. I think that part of it does harken back to what Brian said a few minutes ago of that's just not how we do it today. People don't want a fairy tale anymore. People want to see, oh, this is realistically what would happen. I think Which I'm not I'm not into. I'm really not, but that's where we're at. I, I like it with some stuff. I don't think it needs to be the the mainstay. One, I think that if you're going to do that with Star Wars, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is the way you do it. Again I, again, yeah. I think I agree with you. Um I'm just. I really want to hammer home the political side of this because I think it it is the thing that paves the road for the whole sequel trilogy. Yes. I mean, but, it's been because, the thing that's paved the road the, for the entire because, series. Like, because it is very one, clear it, that the, Hollywood the culture the, has dominated the the way that this movie plays out. Right? Yeah, and the, way, the next one, the way that movie culture exists right now, and and when the next movie comes sure. came out, very strongly affected how those stories got told and what happened in those stories. I Mm -hmm. think that behind-the-scenes stories have been what dictated what happened in Star Wars, honestly, since essentially day one. Um, And behind-the-scenes stuff has shaped enormous amounts of what Star Wars is in ways that you would be surprised the more you look into it. I hear what you're saying. I think that in the past, though, you don't see it as blatantly, and I would also say that... A lot of that comes from the guy creating it, not the general whiny fan base that doesn't actually know what it wants because no one has the same opinion on what to do with Star Wars. I don't know if you can put that on this movie, though. Like the whiny fan base. Yeah, that was a factor. But I think that I think that at the end of the day, this is the movie they wanted to make, not the well, we got to please the fans perfectly <laughs> when we make this. Maybe. Anyway, let's no, actually no. talk about, yeah, the we movie. Talk about the movie. Yeah, the movie I'm sorry. They wanted to make I know that took a lot of time. Yeah. I just yeah, think, no. I think it's really important for the discussion of the sure, next sure. Three movies. The movie they wanted to make was one that would bring them lots and lots and yep. lots of money. And they got and it. Did it. And, and did the way that. to do that is to play it safe and also a yep. little bit of pandering to the fans. Yes. And there you go. And that's what we got. Let's talk about the movie now. Great. Yeah. Um, talk about this intro, because not the scroll, but like right. when we see, because uh, it starts with Poe going down to get some uh, some info from a guy, I don't know his name. Right. I don't Lord either. Santeca. 
that guy. That's Sorry, I'll dude. wear my nerd hat. <laughs> yep. What is uh, the What is the name of the guy who plays him? Because I really I like don't know. that guy. I don't know. I don't do actors really well. Ah, okay. I know Old that. British I should know man. that guy. Yeah, that guy. He's really Who's cool. not Charles. And Dance. I'm really sad that he got killed so quick because he's a really cool uh, guy. Is he Alfred? No, he's just a dude. No. The only thing that I can think of <laughs> offhand, yeah. the only thing that I can think of offhand that he was in was uh, although Michael King would have been great. Judge Dredd. He was one of the judges in the the old one, with oh, still okay. Sylvester Stallone, like, not the not the new good I one. Remember that. So um, Poe comes down and to meet with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be no. amazing. That would not be amazing. Would be I do not want Sylvester in a in a in a brief cameo. I'm fine with it. Anyway, no, yeah, he comes down and. I really like Poe. Like every time Poe is on screen, I find him charming and fun, and I want I to see more of him. I, I wish. Like a, I honestly just wish that we had more time with him and Finn and Ray. Absolutely, yeah. because yep. because what what are the scenes where they're together? We've got the scene. The ending. They, oh, nope. That's the only no, time no, they're nope. all three they're, together. They're, they're, they're never all they're, three of them together. Oh, they're never even. Not, not, not in this movie. You're right. It yeah. is the At end the beginning, of the last he's Jedi. With Finn. He's with Finn when they're getting sa- when Finn saves him and they're escaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, with dude, Ray. I'm telling you, the first time all three of them are together is at the end of Last Jedi. I think he's right. Yeah, which, which, and, and I don't, I want more of the chemistry of the three of them together. Right. I, well, I there's would, no chemistry between the three of them together yet. There's they a lot of chemistry between two exactly. of them. There's a lot of chemistry. There's point. chemistry between him and Finn, and there's chemistry between Finn and Ray. John Boyega, John Boyega just chemistry. has some chemistry, man. That's... Uh, he does. He's a re- he's really fun. He yeah. always is. I I'm sad that his character is so pathetic, but <laughs> I, he's you know, really fun. I, it works great in this movie. In this movie, I, I agree a, with you. I don't want to. I'm going to try really hard not to spill over into the next one because for this movie, I like it. I think oh, it's yeah. great. I think it's a great thing because he does yep. it. He has a really interesting arc, and he goes from being completely cowardly to at the end stepping up and trying to save yes. the day. He still fails. Which is fine. Which is fine if you're going into the next movie and being like, okay, we're going to give him some some better stuff yep. in the next movie. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <To be> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, because it starts off, with, you know, they've got all the stormtroopers and, and then, uh, oh man, the one of them gets a little blood on his helmet and, and it just freaks him out. There's yeah. a lot Too of much. points like this, like this later in the movie when, when Han and uh, uh, Ben have their scene. But there's a lot of scenes like this where they do a really good job with the visual storytelling. Yep. They, yeah. they don't get, bother yeah. like telling you like, ah, oh, this is the one. Hey, Finn, aren't you just a big wuss and aren't you going to chicken out when we get down there? No, they just let you know from, from the visual side of things. They mark him clearly with the blood on him mm-hmm. and that helps a lot and it's good in the story. And the way that he, ha- he has a, a lot of good physicality in the way that he is being cowardly in these scenes. Yeah. But I love all of that. That all works really, really well to build the, the sense of menace that you have around Kylo. Yeah. I like yeah. that all. And when Kylo freezes that bolt in midair, it's I think it might be the coolest force move in movie yes. canon. It's the yeah. coldest. Like it's just like, nah, screw that. No. Not doing with it. He could he could throw it away. He could extinguish it or something. Just he leaves just, it there. Yeah, the just only, as a flag. The only way it would be better is if when he starts to question Poe and Poe won't answer him, he just like, all right, Drags fine. It. Like grabs it and hit, throws it at someone that, that Poe also knows. Oh, yeah. Like if he No, t- I want like, him to like slowly he, he, start like, laying it get closer. No, 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 no he, it like, he like just rotates it, but it keeps all its momentum and just <laughs> in like a different direction. If like he kept old dude that I like alive and Until then that used moment. It, and then was like, all right, you're not going to talk. Bam, dead. That'd be great. I'd yeah. love all of that. But yeah. It was still super cool. It's a baller, it's a baller force move, and to get it like five minutes into the movie, it's like, oh, here's oh, where we're man. going with yeah. it. Especially I especially like that given what they do with Kylo. I I, I like him a lot. I you know, love we're gonna Kylo. talk about him a lot as we go forward. I, oh, we all like him? There's a lot been a lot of times where I had to fight on let him. Is being this a good the first character. time on this podcast that we've all agreed on like 
a thing in Star Wars. I want to know why you guys like him because I like I like that they've got a villain who's just a little bitch. Exactly. That is exactly what I love. Such a whiny baby. And I love that because it is a brilliant, genius move to make him do that. And this is why. When you have to put a character into the shoes of Darth freaking Vader, yep. the single most iconic villain in the world, maybe, mm-hmm. like you are screwed. You cannot live up to that. It is impossible to do it. And they said, you know what? We're not going to try. We're going to make that serve our serve our story because our character is going to know he can't measure up to that and is desperately sad. Literally, about it. the character in the movie is trying to fill the shoes of Darth Vader. Yes, exactly. exactly. Those are Darth and, Vader's shoes he's wearing, and knows he is, and knows he's flopping around failing. <laughs> Darth Vader shoes. Exactly. Yes. But he also, knows he's failing, and that is the key thing that makes this entire character work for me. It's brilliant. Well, I also and, love that his whininess is not in a like actually whiny kind of way. It's in a I'm still going to like trash everything around me in a super intimidating kind of way. Yeah. What I think is a super intimidating. No, 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 no. I mean, no. what they're he's, going for. He's, yeah. he's throwing a tantrum in the way that like the governor's kid throws a tantrum knowing that he he's the governor's kid yeah. and yeah. he's just going to exactly. win because of the power that he holds. Exactly. It's, right? it's that. It's You've given power to an incredibly immature person and yeah. he, is, he is trying to use that in the way that I, I was think that say, he is. He's doing it in the way that you expect a whiny brat to handle power. Well, exactly. And I, and I love the way that that plays into him being a Sith. Right? Uh-huh. Or I, 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 do they even call them Sith No, they're in not this Sith. Movie? They're, like, it's very much... They're done. I don't know, Sith man. is like because the other religion of it, but be, the bad Jedi in the, in, the, in, the, in the ninth one. Sure. But these guys are not Sith. They're... Is Snoke a Sith? No. It. it they don't say that. So uh, they don't look, say it in canon. If what you mean by Sith is they are a, a the bad evil Jedi, then the, probably as a guy yeah. who uses a red lightsaber. Yes, that's basically it. Yeah, I the feel Sith, like we can have the non-Sith Sith. Huh? He has a lightsaber. His little cross lightsaber. Oh, I thought we were talking about his master. No, 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 not Snoke. Yeah, no, and Kylo that. Ren. I love the way that like his whole like it, it fits with the whole dark side of the Force to just let your emotions rule over you and yep. just give in to your anger and your hate. And he's doing that, but it's so uncontrolled as opposed to the like controlled anger and rage that we see from others. It feels immature, and I like that because it, it gives it puts him in an interesting position as a character. Yeah. It because does. Because he is still incredibly intimidating because he's literally murdering people and choking people all, the, all over the place. Like He has the power and can completely get away with doing whatever he wants, but... I- it is also this immature thing that you really, as an audience member who's not actually in danger, kind of can't take seriously. And I think that's a fun line to walk. I wish that we got that same level of immaturity from Ray. Not not in a baby throwing a tantrum way, but in in a, this is someone who, like, because if you're going to go down the road of she's just like, uh, she just has force powers and figures it out because the force, whatever. She just inherently gets it. But what if instead then I- she'd just be really good at everything? <laughs> but she puts on that helmet one time. That shows how, you know, funny no, childish no, but, she can no, be. No, but, but instead of playing it off as like, oh, well, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. But if they played it off like she's like, I had no idea I could do this. This is super awesome. And she starts like 
messing with people or doing things to get her way. Like I think almost it, using it selfishly, but in like a like chaotic yeah. kind me, of way. Let me yeah. say, let me try and put a different spin on that. It would be really interesting if she was clearly from the beginning using the force to do all kinds of stuff. She just doesn't know that that's what she's doing, and yeah. so it comes across as this fumbling, like, oh yeah, I happen to have these powers. I just don't realize that I have powers. I'm just doing stuff, and I'm it, just, it happens to work. I just out. assumed I was the alien race that could do this stuff, right, yeah. or something like that, where it comes across as she needs training to understand how to make this stuff work and she's not necessarily that great at it but mm -hmm. she's managing to pull stuff off despite the fact that she's fumbling at it it's it's something that she she needs training in that would be a really interesting way to play it i think that's and I one do of think the things i'm really surprised about how kylo ring reacts to her existence like when he interacts with her it's just instantly like he's all about that like he's not jealous of how quickly she uses the force or how strong in the force she is that would seem look look no 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 cuz the only other people he's seen have the force are his uncle and an old dude with half his face cut off. Well, I know this is an also, attractive woman his age who can use the force, and he's all about it. I mean, as okay. all the people that you know, Luke had also. There are a lot trained. of other students. Yeah, I know. I was making a joke, but oh, thank okay. you for explaining oh, it in a way right that at. makes it not funny anymore. Continue. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I think I, I don't know, Josh. I would have a hard time with her being as immature and kind of bumbling uh, as Kylo is, because then I would be like, how has she survived by herself on ja on Jakku for this long? I think so. So how do you how through, do you think she survived on Jakku? I think that what Rick described is happening. I think that she has force powers and she doesn't know it, and so she's just doing what, things. When do we Wait, see what? any of yeah, that on Jakku? In, very, from the very first scene that you see her, what? She, when she's she, using the when force she to jumps find down the, uh... the star destroyer, yeah, she's got a cable, but it's like you know, you know how far she's falling. Yeah, she's got a cable. It's, it's gravity's it's different on Jakku. Works. <laughs> no, it's just it's, because you're sliding on a cable of, doesn't mean that you just. There's some kind of Star Wars tech. That's what I go with on that. I don't. I don't I, buy that. That's that's the force. I don't know, man. I think that I, okay. Let's go ahead and they didn't leave the the cables in for the jumping around on Phantom Menace when they're doing their flips from thing to thing. We're, they made it clear this they're force jumping from platform yes, to platform. Yes, those are also like very clearly. Jedi that have been training and we're supposed to expect that. Yeah, and there's, there's no clearly she's got the force until later. I agree. I don't just convenient for her to have it now. I think it is supposed to be subtle. Yeah. I think that is the point of what the story is I, telling. I think I don't agree. I, don't I think really that she doesn't it. have the force until in a she movie sees Kylo in a movie that clearly it. has a lot of subtlety to it. I think she should. I don't think that they illustrated that at all, though. Let's. We've kind of danced around it. Let's get into the Mary Sue All conversation. Right. For, here. for our listeners who've heard the term but might not know what it really means, Rick, n not specific to this movie, but just tell us what the term Mary Sue means. I will. I am first curious about because I, I know which side of this conversation Jared is, and so I want to know how you define it. Okay. So, because this is an important thing, a for Mary the Sue thing. and a Gary Stu. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're talking about a character that basically has no flaws. Whether it's a person who um, is like they are perfect or they are good enough along with all of the perfect circumstances that happen around them that they just kind of cakewalk themselves through the story. That they are probably a level above what we would describe as a maverick, which I would describe an Iron Man as a maverick. Okay. He makes mistakes, but he's clearly the best player on the board. I would argue that a Mary Sue is a character that succeeds too easily and because they succeed too easily and things tend to just work out for them it makes it difficult for an audience to uh to sympathize with them um now 
that isn't always going to to be the case. Mm-hmm. There's clearly going to be situations where you're just like, no, I think that's cool, so I'm I'm into it. But I think that good storytelling mm-hmm. is storytelling that works on you whether you want it to or are into the stuff or not. Um, and I think that the way that Ray is presented, nothing that she does doesn't really work out for her. Everything that she does, either if it fails, it fails in the immediate stage, but also ends up working out in a way that she couldn't have predicted and makes things better. Now, you could argue that. Give us some examples. Give us some examples. uh, The two that come to mind are when she lets the um, crazy tentacle monsters out in Han's ship. She, She lets them out. And they don't hurt anyone. They almost get Finn, but she manages to save Finn. On top of that, it also gets Han out of that situation. And despite the fact that he lost an entire crew trying to capture these things, he never brings it up as a negative or like, hey, you lost my monsters. And he's not mad about that at all. Yeah. Uh, He instantly just gets on the the ship with her and is like, oh, you're you're flying the Falcon and you're doing it awesome. That's cool. So not to argue, I just want to counterpoint that for a second. Um, Would we all agree that at that point Han Solo's like, well, this job's blown anyways because both guys who were funding me uh, just tried to kill me? Yeah, that's that's probably okay. That's probably a fair. That's the only point I wanted to pick there. Otherwise, I agree. I'm 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 looking at this from I think what you need to to build this scene to make it interesting emotionally, and it's very much a thing that J.J. Abrams is trying to gloss over and get us to the next scene. Yes, Um, the J.J. effect, and 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 the, the the definition for Mary Sue that I've found and makes sense to me is a. A character, they say usually female, but Mary Sue, Gary Stu, whatever. We're We're just applying it to characters, not just female characters. But uh, a character who's too perfect and has a lack of flaws to the point where it's almost boring that they're not really having any trouble. A lot of times they'll have a fake flaw that's something like, I'm clumsy, like that kind of thing. But it's always positive in some way. Right, exactly. And I do think that there is some merit to the idea that Rey fits that. She doesn't really have any negative characteristics in this movie. The closest that I can think of is that she is a little quick to jump the gun and attack Finn at the beginning of it. But even then, she's doing it in service to this robot that she is clearly superior over and is able to help. Now, I don't think that that is necessarily a bad thing. I think if you want to create a character like that, it's you can and you can make it work. I think what you need to do is to have them struggle more and to have more things go wrong for them. Um, but then it's not the same kind of character. Well, then it's that's why Mary Sue, Mary Sue is a negative thing just on the face of it. You can't do a yes. good Mary Sue, but you can do parts of what a Mary Sue is and make it work, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that at the end of the day, the, the problem with this is that you can make the argument that Ray fits this characteristic fairly well, and then a bunch of assholes have taken that and have used it to push a political stupid message about movies and women in movies and that kind of thing. And I mm-hmm. think that's dumb. Well, because there's never been strong females in leading roles before. Right. It's not like Leia existed in these movies. But, um, or ever, anyway. Right, exactly. Never. Ellen Ripley's not a thing. Um so <laughs> that's a man's name <laughs> Ellen yeah Ellen but I do think that there is a reasonable amount of criticism to make with regard to how they constructed Ray in this movie uh, especially when you have a character that is a really good example of how you can have someone fail consistently and still come off as interesting and charming in Finn yeah I think that <laughs> I agree it, I would like this a lot better if you had had Ray be a little more uh not always be the one on top. She's she's always the hero. She's always the one that is saving. Like even I, when they come to save her, she has already saved, saved herself. herself. Like of I course. can fully believe that she would have escaped on her own without and destroyed the and, Death Planet. And I, and <laughs> Maybe. I well, and I don't have a problem with her being really strong. Because and, and I feel because a lot of people point to 
to the jerks that are saying, oh, she's a terrible character because she's a Mary Sue and this and that. And they're like, well, look, she, she, you know, she is a strong, she is a strong female character. And, you know, have you seen how many little girls are dressing up as her for Halloween? Like, this is a character that clearly means something yeah. to a lot mm-hmm. of people. And, look, to be a strong character doesn't mean to not have flaws. Yeah. And it doesn't mean to not fail at times. That's not what being a strong character means. I would be fine with her being being physically the most the strongest character out of the new crew yeah she right? could easily yeah. be she, the best fighter she, she clearly easily, is and i don't have an easily issue with that. kicks uh Finn's i haven't seen everyone's ass, ass. yeah every yeah. fight she gets she, in essentially kicks kylo other than and kylo I, uh, the first time she fights kylo have she they shown poe fight but yeah but she in mentally in kicks his ass then too exactly i mean with yeah. his and with his dupes. no not really no but 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 i would be fine with that but that and that's why i wanted something where like maybe she maybe she, she's not bad but maybe she gets a little mi- mischievous with the force when she realizes that she's got these abilities she didn't have before i want to see something where she's not just i'm the goodest good person that was and my backstory is a little sad because i miss my mommy and daddy but man, I'm just the goodest good person who saves the day. And wh- I know wherever everything. I go. I think we get some of we get that course correction at least for me in Last Jedi. Uh, I, I will say that right now. Like I think that they do a better job of of handling her as a character. Although in that movie. I and we're gonna get into it the, when we watch that movie. Although I do not like the Last Jedi as much as this movie, I like. I like her better in that movie than in this one. I think so, too. I think she's just a better character. One thing I do want to bring up, uh, you brought up Luke as a Gary Stu, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see what you mean by that, especially because most people, when they talk about that, are only talking about the first movie, but you might be talking about all of them. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I would say it's more of a... Com- For me, with Star Wars, you have to look at the trilogies as a whole, mm-hmm. um, which is... Part of why, sorry, I've got multiple thoughts as I've sat back and listened to you guys. Um, but I would say that for the Gary Stu argument, I think that Luke goes through a pretty quick progression. I mean, we, you know, there's no like definitive timeline in how long he's on Dagobah training with Yoda. Sure, but he does train. Sure, I'll get to that. I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm cool with with that yeah. idea. I, I think he does train. I'm not, and I, again, I want to clarify. I don't have an issue with the way Luke's story goes. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Sure. I like I like the way Luke's story goes. It's great, but I, to me, and this, and I think part of this spills over into my, my lack of love for the old EU and the way that the mess of it is and how it Luke, is a just, mess. Luke just goes like when you leave Return of the Jedi and like watch what the EU does with Luke, it just like, there's this upscale super fast yeah. for Luke. And that to me with these assholes, as you describe them, that are basically <laughs> putting Ray down when, if it was a male I I have no doubt that this would not even be a problem. It would well, be because these character these people who are being jerks, yeah. they don't care about they don't they don't care as much about strong characters as much as they do the power fantasy. I think what I would say is that it would still be a problem. It just would not be the gross problem I, that we have now I, because yeah. what it is is they have taken a different thing that they have a huge huge bone to pick with and have picked this Mary Sue thing as which is a at least somewhat valid criticism and they are using that somewhat valid criticism to pick this gigantic pus filled disgusting yes. fight that they have yes at the end I think that's what it is at the end of the day and if it was a male character it would be different it would be people, very different people would have a different issue with the with it I think. I agree uh, so I yeah I will say I agree and Josh I want you to listen because this is me saying there's a problem <laughs> with this movie okay 
Go on. Oh, let's let's hear it. Let's hear what spicy tidbit you've got but, for us, But Jared. this flaw is actually a pause. No, it's not. It's actually not. This whole movie this is a Mary Sue. J.J. <laughs> Abrams and Gary Stu. That's probably true. But, no, I will say everything comes a little bit too easily. And I would say even more than that, because there's parts of it with her background that I'm actually fine with it coming a little easier to her naturally. Like to what? Her. Like what? What What are you happy that it comes easy to I, her I have because no, of her background? I have no issue that she knows her way around every ship that she comes across. Yeah, that's fine. She, I, she's you know been what? a junkyard. You know what? The fact that she's been junking through every one of these. Yes. For, yeah. She's junked I have, I have enough no ships that I'm with fine that. with her being able and to so like, figure it out. The fact that she knows the Millennium Falcon and how to fix it better than Han does, who has never been that great at fixing <laughs> the damn thing. Right. Yeah, I have no like issue 15, with that. Maybe what? eighteen. I she's, think she's eighteen she's, or nineteen. She's young-ish. I, that doesn't that doesn't matter to me. Well, yeah, what about why does she know that. all these languages? And look, this is this again, to me. Look, okay, look, so once you've pulled the carburetor out of enough cars, <laughs> you're like, look, it might be in a but, different okay. spot, but I'll recognize the carburetor I'll, so when me, I see it. Let me put it this way: in the original movie, Luke sucks at everything he everything. does. He and gets I like his that. ass kicked. He gets his his. Uh, he doesn't get the girl. He doesn't get the girl. Like all this stuff goes consistently for wrong reasons. for him throughout the entire movie. Well, yeah, but that four reasons doesn't but, pl- take place until the you're, third you're movie. Right. But he has one thing that he's really good at. He can Building fly shit. He can, <laughs> yes. he can fly shit. Okay, two things. Now, here's he, the thing. He can really it fly makes, shit. It makes no sense that he can fly this shitty flying thing that he's got back on his home planet really well so he can get into an X-Wing he's, fighter pilot to yes. do that. That is the equivalent of you like, oh, yeah, I'm a pretty good driver. I've driven, driven my tractor around a whole lot and then getting into a Ferrari. Like, no, like a tank. Even, yeah, a, a tank. tank sure. and, and not just being good at it, being better than all the actual trained fighters Literally. on Literally anybody. And that's the difference. He has one thing yeah. that he okay. is excellent Again, at. And I, I'm cool. I would love it if Ray's one thing was that she could fix everything. Yeah, that would be yeah. a really interesting way to use her as a character. And then give her this force stuff on the side, and so, she's not that great at it. Yes. But she's using it and making it work for her. I think that would be fascinating to watch. And getting back to what I was saying, I agree with you. Everything comes way too easily to her. But I think for this movie, like we talked about for several characters... Almost everything comes way too easily for everybody in this I would, movie. I would tend to agree. And again, that to me comes back to a JJ problem. Yeah, he that glosses is, over things. That's, yeah. you that's know, sort of just the it, way that it's he It's just he kind moves. of, oh, yep, here we are now. We've we've moved on to the next thing because we have to keep going, 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 going. Poe escaped from that crash that we kind of implied that he died in, and now he's back in his X-Wing, and it's fine. He's coming to save the day. Woo, also, <laughs> uh, Finn and Poe escape from the Star Destroyer when... Finn is clearly under um, supervision because he's just screwed up, and Poe is the like top dog. And, and, and at... Poe has just finished being tortured. But, but don't worry, no stormtroopers are there to like pay attention. To the oh, fact and that also, he's and also, they're not going to send any Tie Fighters to chase after him. Yeah. They're just going to try so, and shoot him with these. There's a cannons. lot of things for Finn. a lot of people that just it's oh well, this is fine. Han Solo, three minutes after they've left Jakku, oh, we found him. Two. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he has lost the ship and been clearly looking for it from the way he's longingly like, Chewie, we're, we're home. He's been looking at, for it for years. Two seconds after it yep. takes off, he's no there. No problem. Boom. Oh, there done. it is. Got that, it. And, and, and that's fine, but it's not all the time that we get to spend with those characters because because Finn also gets his ass kicked a lot. And that is the difference, I think. Right? Like, yes. And Poe, yes. and Poe, we have maybe... 10 minutes of the whole movie with. And a lot of that was him getting tortured after getting captured. Yeah. Right. Like, That's hot. And not turning that torture around on his torturer to, also to, beat him, to beat them at their own game. Let me right. ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. Because I, uh, going back to the idea of looking at this as a trilogy instead of just the one movie. Okay. 
Which if, is really difficult when we're, we've only seen two of the duo. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. Well, that's where my, my question comes to. If we get to Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and yeah. Ray, we find out, is like this super modified creation that whether it's Palpatine or the Force or whatever Dude, has made. If, if, does that, if she, does that, if she you, is clone you, of Palpatine or if he's had if some hand Do you forgive her? all of it? Absolutely. Like, yes. Absolutely. No. In in this movie, okay. Now, I, I knew you weren't no, going to no. forgive it. That's and why I, I'm curious. And I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that that makes the movie better because I'm still mad that this movie as itself is like is it's everything's as easy as it is to her without any sort of explanation. Yeah. But as far as the character goes, it instantly makes me like Ray better in yeah, this movie. Yeah. Because they address the problems. I don't think have. it makes the movie better because I still still think that's a problem to have a character where it just everything works all yeah. the time for. Mm-hmm. But I like her more in this movie if you know what? Hey, 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 I'm Sheev Palpatine, and I'm just over here working my little uh, tendril magic from across sure. the universe. Yeah. And guess what? I've made my super powerful creation that's going to come to the dark side eventually. Hoorah! It would be interesting to me if they if they did decide to address it in some way. I think you have to. But I I don't necessarily think that they will. They might. It's, it's very possible. So. But it doesn't. It's sort of like what Josh said. It doesn't really change the way it flows in this movie. And I think that one of the great things about the original trilogy of Star Wars is, in a lot of ways, they all work as complete stories in and of themselves. They are interconnected, but you can watch any individual one without having to watch any of the others. And I think that if you have to watch that other movie to get that information that makes this make sense, that doesn't really fix the problem. The problem is within this movie and the way that it's constructed. And I think that a lot of that goes to to J.J. and his style, which I will say, like, everything I see in this movie, like, I can watch this movie from start to finish and have a a fun time if I'm just not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's when you go back and start to think about, well, wait, how did that work? And wait, how did that work? Which is what Star Wars nerds do constantly. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Being one, I, I get it. That's when you start to have the problem. But the experience of just watching this as a fun movie on its own is great, and I think that's why that's why I said what I said earlier about this movie being uh, much better if it was not connected to the previous mm-hmm. stuff. Because let's talk about it. There are some really fun scenes in this movie. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, we we've kind of skipped around a little bit, but I what, what's her name? Big old orange eyes. Uh, Maz, yeah. When they go down to the Maz planet, talk uh, about it. Yeah, and it's basically it's whatever, and it's basically <laughs> another like it's a version of like the cantina kind yeah. of scene yeah. where the oh hey look <laughs> it, exactly they've got the except instead of like a jazz band it's like a blues band now yeah. right. and like but they, they got a lot got, of cool games and stuff going on around Japan cool games yeah, yeah, weird yeah. like oh hey w- ooh, what are those little mosquito looking aliens mm-hmm. and oh that guy's got horns on his chin and space football this, like right yeah. it's cool, that scene is really cool and and Maz isn't my most favorite character she's she's okay is she supposed to be like she's, girl Yoda she's an exposition dump. Yeah. Okay. That's what and, she and, and that's why she's not my favorite character. But we get this cool like, oh, Ray is getting pulled down to the basement, and then and then and I didn't realize this un- until we that watched those it with were the subtitles. voices of like all the other Jedi's. From- yeah, that like Yoda and Obi Wan were mm-hmm. pulling yeah. her down. Were all okay. Like, What's up? This is one thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> Taken in isolation, I think that is an excellent scene. It's a lot of fun. It mm-hmm. puts Ray in an interesting position, and it yep. does cool stuff with her. But when you know that they did that without 
any freaking sort of plan about where any of it was going, yeah. you suddenly see it for what it is, which is just, uh, it's a JJ mystery box, and he doesn't have any idea what's going in, and he doesn't care. Yeah. And that is Cause, a cause huge that is, problem. That's his thing, right? What, what's his whole shtick with a mystery box? Because I've heard, I've heard him talk about that, but I haven't actually like sat through and listened to the whole spiel. A part of the way that you get people to be interested in a story, like this is one storytelling technique that he, he loves. It's you create a, a thing, and you put something in that box, and you hide it from the audience and they don't know what it is but we know that it's there but they want to know what it is yeah and you just have to find out like that's that's the entire thing that's what lost the the tv show ran on is there's a thing and we want to know what the thing is like why is that like why is that here this doesn't make any sense there's an oh but you have to convince your audience that there is an explanation that makes it all make sense Mm -hmm. the problem is there's like four mystery boxes in this movie and there's not a thing that makes a single damn one of them make sense. <laughs> That's the biggest problem. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, he like, why is Luke gone? Why did he disappear? Who is Ray? Who are her parents? What what is this connection between the these Knights of Rin guys? Who are they? Like, why is R2 uh, powered down and all this? Not doing anything. <laughs> There's so many questions like that that are those are interesting questions oh yeah but you, if you, you know have that not, scene with luke putting his little his little uh, robo hand, hand onto yeah, on the on r2, r2 and the, the knights are running around i'm like oh, that better be in rise of skywalker <laughs> I, looks, I have wanted to see what happens from that scene i he hooked me with that mystery box i'll tell you what you know, like, i want to see if, what if happens we, if we actually get some legitimate knights of ren scenes i'll be happy with that you think they wing out there in the storm to practice reflecting force lightning? <laughs> no. I think they went out there to kill everyone. Um, well, I thought, no, I thought that's why Luke and all of his students were out there. Like, oh. another good day of force lightning reflecting with our lightsabers, uh, kids. And they're you know, like, this I think, is the perfect saying. I think, you know, rain just comes with bad days and movies. That's, yeah, it does. But... Like I, that time you, you let one of your students murder all your other students. You know, it happens. It is, it is so apparent the more you watch this movie and the next movie that they had no idea where they were going and it's a massive problem you know it, it's beyond a massive problem it, it is the destruction of the sequel trilogy i it, i think so i would yes. i would tend to agree with that I, I like i'm not gonna say like it's a bad trilogy until i see the third ones and i'm gonna go ahead and say no matter what the third one is God, I hope I'm not going to bite my i'm not biting myself in the ass by saying this <laughs> but really... no matter what the third one is it's already leagues beyond what the the prequel trilogy is like this is not a a stain on the star wars name the way that is those movies are a lot more miggling to me than the prequel i would say that these are average movies they're fun they're okay they don't live up (laughs) they don't live up to the legend that is star wars but they're not an embarrassment to star wars like the prequels yes that's where i I stand i think and i think i don't know if a lot of fans would put it in that perspective um, but the way that I have in my own head kind of thought about it, this sequel or this whole this whole trilogy to me gets a pass. You, Why? You know, I, I'm about what to kind tell of you. pass? Like a, a like a, this is this is exactly <laughs> what Rick said. They're fun movies, mm-hmm. um, but they're not to is. me. They're not the best mm-hmm. that you could have done for Star Wars, and it, it's not even close. And which is weird because if I'm thinking about ranking my movies, I think TFA fights for the third slot. If I'm thinking about my rankings. But as far as the storyline, which, which as a of the whole, original is it edging out? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, it, it, could, A New I Hope could, and Empire are definitely in the top two. I could see that argument being made because it is right. a fun as hell movie. It is. It's super fun which by one? itself. The one we just watched. Yeah, it's alright. So, <laughs> but to me, 
this the the reason this trilogy gets a pass is because of all the crap that comes with it of we can't be the prequels we we don't know how to be the original trilogy but we have to bring the original trilogy characters back but we also want to make our own new characters but we really don't want to make our own storyline because we're too scared of screwing it up so let's use their storyline but a more politically aware storyline yes line. and then you also have a producer who's pushing her political agenda which listen I, lo- I I cannot fault Kathleen Kennedy. She has not ever been my favorite producer, but she has done the impossible and made two great Star Wars movies as far as marketing and money and is basically going to push Disney to say, we can keep doing this. She's made this is some not money. a flaw. Yes. This, the, it, and, and we're That's about to see it. With Disney+, Plus. we're about to get everything we've ever wanted with Star Wars. As a, as a hardcore fan, I'm getting it. I got to watch The Mandalorian yesterday. An Obi-Wan show is coming. All these other shows are being rumored to come out soon. I'm getting what I wanted with Star Wars. The Mandalorian. It, it, took, it took some time, but I got it, and it's coming. So I can't fault Kathleen Kennedy for that. The Mandalorian, the one with the new droid in it that kicks all of ass. The yeah. IG-11? Yeah. But yeah, like looks it. a lot like IG-88? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like oh, it. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I tend to agree. Like, I, I don't care for a lot of the decisions that are made, but at the end of the day... This is Pat. Like, if if the prequels were, if I could wave a wand and make the prequels be this good, I well, absolutely they would. did that with the animated stuff. They kind of did. Actually, no, they made those good. Like, yes. there's a lot of really good shit. In they there. made they made the third. Uh, they made Revenge of the Sith like a decent movie. Like, if you watch yeah. the Clone Wars series and then go back and watch Revenge of the Sith, read, you're like, oh, okay. read that book. The book yeah. version of Revenge of the Sith, great. Yep. Well, pretty good. Sorry, I went deep. Anyway, I went deep. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> we did. And I don't know, because I feel conflicted, because I know that this is a better movie than the prequels, but I don't have as much fun watching it. There are scenes in this movie that go above and beyond what were above and beyond scenes from the prequels. I right? think it's like, just because one is nostalgia and the other one's trying to do, rehash nostalgia inside you. Maybe I, I, I'm, I'm trying I think you to just figure like out. The, I think you like goofing on movies. I think that's like your thing. At no, least from no, what I no, I love I like good movies too, and this is just this is it's like it's like you said it's just middling yeah, and I'm not I'm not the biggest fan on just middling movies on just movies mm-hmm. that are meh. That's fair, right? Like like this is this is a great movie for looking up the highlight scenes on YouTube. Like if some like, good man, Star Wars when they're AMVs. on when they're on Orange Eye Mo, Mo's Maz Maz when they're on Maz's planet. And they're having the you know, and all the stormtroopers land to tr- when they, when they're trying to get BB-8 and uh, and Ray like and that whole scene of like the ground invasion and then the air yeah. support comes in with Poe and the X-wing it's, fleet. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. And I yeah. love watching yeah. it, <clears throat> and I love watching Finn and like the coolest stormtrooper that's ever existed Radar! face off against each other. That dude's cooler than Phasma. Yeah, saying it now, hundred percent. Oh yeah, that's oh, not a dude. high bar though. <laughs> Phasma... Well, they had to keep Phasma in that same like power grid of Boba Fett and all the cool stuff. He did. What's crazy to me is that like there's all these people that are like saying that no, they're just trying to make girls super cool and like that blah blah blah. Phasma is such a wuss. There's but nothing she cool looks really cool. She now, looks cool. Now granted, I guess. for those of us that deep dive, her book is great. Like they do a they do a how she came to be part of the first that order. That makes me more angry. Her not book less. is great. Was Jango the dag or the son? The uh, dad. That's and the dad. also Boba? the son. Because yeah. they're clones. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's But Django was the dad, Bobo was the son. Okay. So then will Django there be a, a No, but Yeah, but baby Django was. was a Bobo was a clone. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that Django was a clone. I'm saying that both characters are Django. 
because right. they're the same right, person. That's fine. That's because fine. They're close. So is there going to be a new Fast Man in the next movie with golding armor? Oh, they're, okay. They just no, keep going up. In, in canon. Platinum. It, no, wait, diamond. In canon, there actually Grand is Champ. a Stormtrooper oh, that, that has gold armor. No, no, so that, so that she can be told apart from the other ones, she's going to be walk out and be like, oh, you probably didn't recognize me because of this red arm. <laughs> Jeez! Why? Thanks for being in the movie, three PO. So they could sell toys of him, but be it, have it be clearly okay, from this movie. But, come on, I can totally like sell that for even Porgs in the next one. But ah, this is Porgs. so like slap you in the face. I'm trying to sell you a toy. Oh yeah, and people will buy them. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's probably the thing that happens. That's like that's like thirty percent of Star Wars is just like look at this character. And I'm fine with that. And I'm fine with that ninety percent of the time. Yeah. I kind of want to go back to Jakku for a second and talk Jakku. about that scene where they are. <laughs> where we're an hour Jakku. into this thing and we're still on Jakku. I actually, go on, go well, on. I just want to talk about this part really quick. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're at the stage where we just hit the highlights that we want to <laughs> go talk on, about. Go on, go on. I really like this this scene where they're escaping. There's a lot of mm-hmm. really cool stuff here. Yes. The only thing that I wish that could make it better is if Finn was a little more helpful in the overall thing of yeah. them escaping. But other than that, like it's f- like that moment when they're running away and they're, she's like, no, we're not taking that ship. That's garbage. And the ship they're trying to get to blows up and it pans, pans over to, to the reveal Millennium the Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That is a brilliant, awesome moment. And I remember being in the theater and hearing everyone cheer the moment it came. Yep. Everyone knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. But it still was exactly what we wanted. And I think that's what this movie does in an amazing way is it gives you these it does fan service, but it doesn't like do fan service in a way that offends me. It's, it's not yeah, it's definitely not forced, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Calling it garbage helps a lot because you're insulting yes. it. And then you're showing it to us and being like, Yeah, well, we know what you want. <laughs> and yeah. you're also calling back to a new hope because Luke called it garbage. Exactly. And it is garbage yes like it's a very old model ship it is a piece of crap <laughs> well and, and i love this escape and for me this is one of the scenes where i'm like no there's nothing mary sue about this because i don't care that you know this is our first time in the falcon and she's just piloting it better than han and chewie ever did yeah because the at force, the, by the because way. It, sure because of the end of it when they're going up and talking to her to each other when Ray and Finn are talking to each other. Yep. He's like, "How did you do that?" She, she is also so like, psyched. She's not just like, "Yeah, I'm." That's me. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, she's psyched, and she's also like, "Yeah, I don't know how I did that. Like, I just had yeah. to sit down and do it." And like, she acknowledges that, like, "No, I, pr- I probably shouldn't have been able to do that. I don't know and how somehow, it just, it just happened." In a I also, won't go like, that far. I think that they should have done that, but I don't think they did do that. Have they ever had to what? do like a? Uh, she a, didn't say anything like, "I don't know how I fly, flew this thing," and she's just like, "Yeah, we got out of it. That's awesome." And then we're. Moving uh, on. Ha- Am I ever... remembering this incorrectly? I, I feel like, like you and I are on the same there. page about this. And I don't remember her saying anything. She about, definitely like, is like panicking, mo- like not panicking, but she's definitely Excitedly. like not sure she can do this in the cockpit. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then there, yes, like she's like, I hope. We and can then get when honest, they're when that... they're like talking over each other, I'm pretty sure that she says something to that equivalent. I'm not sure it's that line. But I'm it, pulling it up to, to look at it now. In <laughs> while, the, uh, well, while you're, I want to stay in Jack Hoot. Oh, go ahead, Brian. In the next movie, do they? Uh, do they ever have her in like a Meg Bay? Do they ever like do a scan on her and see that she's like ninety percent? No, I don't think she's ever in a Med Bay. Okay. I don't think they're. You know how most people are like. You know, no, you know how most people are like seventy percent water. She's got zero water. She's seventy percent midichlorian. Yeah, that's what I thought. Also, yeah. I'm ninety percent sure that there's no way to measure midichlorians unless you are part of the old uh, Jedi Order kind of thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, they, they could find one of those. No, nah, but that's one of the force powers that she just like happens to know. She's oh, okay. like, she can oh, tell power levels. I just levels. know my power level. Uh, Whoa! It's also, that's that's gone not, through the roof. Right she, she goes and talks to Kylo. Like, guess what, bitch? I got more <laughs> midichlorians than you. 
that doesn't make her have a higher level. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I'm not. Yes, it's, it does. It's not a video game. Your force game. power goes up with your no, midichlorian it's level. It's not a video game. I'm sorry. Anakin was the one of the strongest because he had the highest midichlorian count, and that's canon. Did we ever know what Luke's midichlorian was? I don't think that means he automatically goes to level 99. That's not how that works. No, but he has like... No, but he has 99 potential, yes, whereas fine. Qui-Gon had 45, I mean, they, level okay, 45 They did make potential. a point to be like, oh, that's even higher than Master Yoda. I agree. Master Yoda. Yes, the potential is there. Look, but for no, those of us that Yoda watch sports, go up to there are Anakin, countless people Anakin that have blown through their potential and not to done level shit. 99 boss. That's what Anakin's doing. That's right. To be I, fair, in movies, that's not how it works. In in oh my gosh. most of them, like most of them, if you're good at something, you're the best, and that's all there is. In oh. Jared, Jared, who is one of the best running backs in the NFL right now? Oh God, are we really opinion? doing this in a Star Wars podcast? <laughs> yes, we are. Jared, Jared, just and Jared, you can lie to me because I don't know enough about sports to know if you're telling. I the actually truth. thought about doing that. I was like, I'm going to say nobody. That's fine. I won't know the difference. No, I, I will tell you. But who one, who, of, one of the best running backs right now is Ezekiel Elliott. He plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott? Yep. Okay. Jared, when Ezekiel Elliott started training. All right. Right? As he, a little boy. Like as, little, as, little four-year-old as, Ezekiel. As a little boy. I'm sorry, Jared, but Ezekiel Elliott's midichlorian count when it comes to football is higher than yours. I agree. It doesn't matter how much you guys train. Ezekiel Elliott's got I, the higher level I cap. I agree He's with going you a up. thousand percent. All right? That doesn't mean that he is going to necessarily become that running back that he is today. Ray's already halfway oh, there. Man. All right. Here's Ray's the- already halfway there. No. And she just no, met no. other Force people JJ today. JJ just wanted to be the Force so bad, so now we're calling the Force JJ, and he helped Ray Kylo. <laughs> Kylo has been training under Snoke, and in like 30 seconds, she's like, hey, no, you no, know no, how you're on, doing hold on. If Force we, Probe? If we are going to bring that what? up, I I'm actually have- I'm going to flip this Force Probe back on you. I actually have beef with that. I mean, I think you can do that. Uh, I think that even like real life, you can do that where you can out- it's outwill It's clearly somebody. done with the Force. Yes. Force I agree. brain torturing her, thing. and then she force flips it, and force gets into his head. Force. He's probably yes. done that a thousand times. And wh- she's never done it. He's <sighs> trained under Snoke, and she's been scavenging on a desert planet. Her Don't whole you life. think she'd be using that to like get more than half a ration of yes, food every day? I agree. Day? If she knew what she was doing, yes. But you were saying she was doing other stuff, just like off the hand. You think she'd do something instinctually to feed herself? Like, like, oh, she she, she knows, right. she's like, you want to let me out of these cuffs, but she's never been like, you want to give me four portions for this scrap. You could fix this scene really easily by having it be something where this is actually something that he's not that great at, and he only happens to make it work because he's he's the only guy who can use the force in, in there. I could if get behind ha- that. Like, he's just good at, like, the laser stuff yeah, and the if this is just not his talent, and he yeah. can do this. He's just not that great but at it. But address that. But Which should, would also when, make sense with his immaturity as well. Exactly. Yeah. So if you if you gave it that, that twist of, like, yeah, she turns it around on him because he's not that good at it to begin with, yeah. then I think it works really well. But as it is, it feels like this guy... Who is what it is 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 it? It's not bad because it makes Ray look too strong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's bad because it makes Kylo look dumb and bad at what he does. Yeah, and there, I don't know what you do with that. I really don't because well, y- you are wanting to make him intimidating, but also have weaknesses. Well, and and I don't. I- I don't even dislike it for that reason. I dislike it because it looks like she just found like a little the force and you like instead of your body and you, it's the the force and you pamphlet. Yeah. And she's like, and oh, look at all these yeah. things that people can do with the force. I'm going to try out all of them. Yeah, let me check mark all these. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I do. This? I do, do think I that I do think that she has heard a lot of stories about what the Jedi can do, uh, which does not completely excuse this scene. But I do think that that is in the back of her mind. 
because when Han and she, when they're on the Falcon together, sure, sure, and she goes, "Oh, the Jedi are real. Like they're not just these false stories that people have told me since I was two. I wonder if I'm actually a level thirty-five Jedi. Ooh, mind tricks now. All right, but I think honestly, another way you could fix this is you just call it out. If yeah. you have her that's what do saying. this kind of thing yeah. in front of, like, have her do this twice. Like, when, when she does something cool that Kylo did when he tries to capture her. Yes. Then she turns this this torture thing around on her. And then when he goes to talk to, to Snoke about her, he's he may, he calls this out. She is picking up on things that I'm doing instantly. This yes. person has an amazing amount of potential. We can use her to destroy the good guys or whatever. But like, instead, do it that don't way. do that because that wouldn't be very merry soon. No, no, no. I, all I need is for her at some point to be surprised with the things that I agree. she's doing. Yes, and that should if, have happened. If she, that because, should have happened. Because when she's fighting with Kylo doing the whole mind probe thing, right? Yeah. If instead of her flipping it in, in the force, she can do that, but it's purely because she's mad at him for being in her brain. Instead and then of when like, he leaves, she's like, how did I do that? That was the tutorial. And then, and then after she's had that like real shocked, like, what did I just do moment? Then she decides, I'm going to try it again on the stormtrooper in here, instead of just like casually rolling into it without acknowledging it. And instead of having her perfectly put her finger on like uh, Kylo's entire character of like, Mm -hmm. Uh who's Darth Vader? Like, Darth Vader, you want to live on like that whole thing that she says. you're you're afraid you're not living up to Darth Vader, like that that line that's in there. Instead of that, have her be more surprised. Like you want to live up to be being Darth Vader. You want to be that. Or which the whole point of this scene is to give you background on Kylo. Why not just have Snoke do this? Oh, like, that would be really cool. Yeah, like have him just like he did it in the Last Jedi. Why yeah. didn't you just do it before? That would yeah. be really interesting. Yeah, you could do that. You could and, make that work. So yeah, I I agree. Sorry, I thought we were talking about the fight at the end of the movie where everyone's like, I don't know how in the world Ray could have beaten Kylo. In a I mean, no, that that fight's awesome. That I'm fight dope. is great. No, she's been kicking ass. Sorry, this I didn't whole hear the movie. mind pro part. I thought it was. No, I no, no, it was, no, no. Yeah. The, the problems that I have with with Ray throughout this movie are that when she's exhibiting new powers that mm-hmm. she shouldn't have any experience with, there should it's be some not surprise. even that she's yeah. doing them because I'd be okay with her just being naturally adept at the Force. What I want is for her to be surprised by it and 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 to not know how she's doing it yeah. and to when she realizes that she's doing it to have some sort of like reaction g- reaction and then ooh I'm going to try and test the boundaries of things instead of it just being well I have the perfectly measured response for this situation with the force and then I'm not going to acknowledge it and move on. For what yeah. it's worth, I don't ever feel like she knows what she's doing until we get to the mind trick scene. I think she totally like okay I'm just going to use the force right now. But 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 there's no like trying every time the only time she tries out something new is when it's the perfect time for that ability to manifest and yeah. be used. When she's th- the first time we ever see her like force telekinesis and pull something to her is when she's getting the lightsaber. Yeah. If she had done anything else with it, if she we had seen her try and scuttle things it. along the ground or anything just to see that hey or like she's smacked cute. her in the face when she pulls it towards her something or like it flies past her and then the two of them sprint towards it to try and get it off the ground something to show she doesn't have perfect control over this she's super strong but it's still new to her and she's still figuring it out then it feels genuine Mm -hmm. instead of just why does it work that way well because we wrote it to work that way sure and i'm i'm fine with that uh again this this feels a lot like when we we discussed the cgi and the prequels I don't know, man. The way that they handle Ray's character in this movie probably just doesn't bother me. And I think a lot of that just has to do with I feel like I'm seeing the coincidental easiness all through all the characters, mm-hmm. like we talked about before. And Finn's so, had a rough time. What? 
Finn's had a rough and time. He still, and he still <laughs> makes it through. He's, oh, yeah. He's going to be able to walk in the next movie, no problem. He, besi- d- despite being a bumbling... Back to, nah, back despite, to his magic medic Despite juice. being a bumbling idiot, somehow he survives and is useful through the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, useful is maybe stretching it, but I see what you're saying. He, it, he gets, I do want to talk about that the, scene, that fight scene there at the end with him and I Kylo. Lo- and I that. love the fight scene at the end, and I love... I love that Finn gets his ass kicked, and I love that Ray, who has been established already throughout the movie, just kicks ass wherever she goes. She she beats up droid slaver, the the little droid slaver on the little right. cow well, she doesn't thing. Beat him whatever. up, but she like she, she intimidates him. him. She, she intimidates him and threatens Force him and intimidate. gets him back. Right. Mm-hmm. She she beats up uh, the dudes who are coming to try and steal BB-8. She beats up Finn. Like she is constant. Like it's clear that she now, she is not again, bad. I don't have an issue. I am gonna that. say like Finn wasn't. Those fine. are not high bars to, yeah, to beat. They're and not. It does feel like to me that Kylo should be more of a challenge than he is at the end of the day. Well, but I will give him the the mulligan that. He, he has been shot, shot recently, yeah. mm-hmm. so that's also, fair. I don't think he's taking her seriously yet. I don't think he is either. I think he toys with her like through ninety percent of the fight. I think so too. But I think this. I think you could actually, if if she got her ass kicked through part of this fight, and then at the end of it, like did this because there's a cool moment that I really enjoy in this fight where the fight turns. Like Kylo's winning at the beginning of of them. Yeah, con- I think she's on the ropes through most of the first part of the fight. And then there's a moment where he's like trying to turn her and she has this thing where she like throughout the movie she's ma- been making these super scary faces whenever she goes to kick someone's ass. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> and I really like that, but I also really like that there's a moment in the in, in this fight where she cal- like visibly calms down and centers herself the a way very that, Star Wars thing. The way that a Jedi should, the way that a, a light side of the Force user should. And that's when the fight turns. And hmm. I think that it would be really interesting if you played it into that a little bit of okay yeah she's getting her ass kicked at the beginning of this yeah. fight because she doesn't know what she's doing but she's picking it up rapidly as it goes on and then have him see that she does that and then step up his own game so that it feels like a back and forth yeah, yeah. i think that would help it not feel like kylo is just a freaking moron yeah or, or, had even, or even if it felt more like he was playing with her like you, you remember how when when vader pisses off luke in jedi mm-hmm. when he's like oh i'm just gonna go get your sister and she'll be able to join me mm-hmm. right and it pisses him off and he goes super offensive he gets really mad and just starts swinging haymakers with his lightsaber right right if the if the fight started with Ray doing that, being super angry because Finn over here is dying mm-hmm. and attacking like that, and Kylo just like laughing as he backs up and just deflects everything, I like, feel like well, that's happening without the laugh though. Toying with I, her, she's just know? she's on the ropes. My issue with that is that it doesn't fit with the scene that we have going into this. He he is in a bad mental space because he just killed his dad, and right, it, that is a true, true. thing that is clearly messing with him throughout. And this. that's part of his arc as you. W- are going to watch this character struggle with am I a part of the light or am I part of the dark? And that's fascinating. Who do I belong I to? That. Yeah, and I don't think I think if Josh, I think if he does what you're describing, he's Palpatine. Like he sure. just you he's, think okay. he's got a secret green crystal in his lightsaber just in case he ever wants to switch <laughs> over? I think he had a green crystal and bled it, and now it's red. Oh shit! Which is, is what that happens. How that works? Yeah, huh. I think it, what it's would part be... of why it's all chaotic. Like I always thought, the red crystals were just like the the best. No, no, crystals there are around. not like red crystals. Huh. I think that what you could do to make this really interesting is have right. her have him be fighting her and not killing her when he has obvious opportunities. So at first it looks like he's toying with her, but yeah. by the end of it, at, what he's doing is saying this like "strike me down, take your take your place on the dark side," all that stuff. But as the fight goes on, you realize he's serious. Like he wants her to kill him because he just killed his dad. 
And he's right. really messed up over that. And that means yeah. all this pressure he feels he's under, that's done. If she kills him, it's out. And he's ha- he's got a perfectly good out. This girl beat him even though because she was amazing at the force. I think that would be a really interesting mm. way to play it. Mm. Sure. Uh, maybe. All right. Actually, you know what? While I was thinking, I do want to redact something I said earlier because I, I said that you, the, the first time she experiences any of these force powers is when they're super convenient. I do think that the force pull, you know, Kylo used that on her multiple times before she tries to pull the lightsaber to herself. So yeah. I will I will go back mm-hmm. and redact myself there because that one at least makes sense for her to have seen it beforehand. And he is actively trying to use that exact thing at that time. So like he she could just be copying him essentially. Oh, he's pulling putting his hand out. I'm going to do it too. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I I I agree with you guys that I think there are ways of making this fight scene better, but this isn't when, when I watch this movie, this is one of the scenes I enjoy and I don't That's really great. have a yeah. problem with. That's I I like that it's like you said um, Finn has his his change where he's courageous now even though he gets his ass kicked Uh, and I love that and I love that it feels really gruesome a lot a lot of lightsaber wounds especially in the original trilogy I get that lightsabers are dangerous but the wounds don't seem that gruesome, really. Right. Mm. And in this one, when he gets slashed up the back, I grimace because yeah. that yeah. genuinely yes. feels just like like he just got mauled. Yeah. Essentially. Also, <laughs> I, in the, I remember yeah. in the theater. Yeah. I remember being in the theater and thinking he's paralyzed. If yeah. they bring yeah. him back, he's got to be in a chair. There's just Something no like way. That. Yeah, I agree. So one thing that we haven't talked about, and we haven't talked about it because it's a dumb part of the movie and it shouldn't exist, is this stupid Star Killer base. None I don't know that. what your problem is with the Starkiller base. It's a terrible thing that they just reuse, and they don't do anything interesting with it. They Nobody kill gives, five planets. That no one gives a shit about. But the Republicans. The people who oh, live no. on the planet. I can't even, like, I can't even give it They're not people. They it are stand-ins. Even, it was not even a half-assed effort to describe where the New Republic is that's about to get wrecked. Right. What? Like, you don't even get the, the like, is this the main city that they're blowing up? Like, is this the center of their entire de- government? Is this going to mess them up? I don't know. There's literally no information about we what they're doing. We don't even get the again, names. At no point is none. Leia like, oh, we must have a moment of silence as we grieve for Blorgon and Flugon <laughs> and Neepnorp and All Zar the 3. The Gon family was crucial to the resistance. <laughs> we'll have to Something move on somehow. And, okay, this is another thing that makes no damn sense. Why is there a why is it called the resistance and that's fighting the first order but there's also this entire republic and their entire thing are they the resistance to the republic did they go shitty are they just fighting the first order is the first order a like outgrowth of the new republic within just what the, the movie shit is going on i there? hear what you're saying oh i, I know what i know the actual yeah. answers to my questions yes. it's just dumb <laughs> not given to and you it's in the not movie. in this movie right. and it freaking this, needs to be and this is the downside of jj's pacing like we've talked about several times mm-hmm. uh, because i do think there are there are points where his pacing is great like we talked about from the opening scene to i i guess when they get caught by han and on and chewy mm-hmm. like the pacing on that is perfect like yeah. you're just like wow that was super intense and mm-hmm. fun and all that sure but then you have to know how to slow down and put some dialogue in. And explain some shit. Yes. Like, give us a bigger picture give of us, the Give world. us a little bit. Yeah, something. Or just to, doesn't. Give, to, to just give meaning to the things that we're seeing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, you know what? Nazis make good bad guys, and in a sci-fi space movie, space Nazis should make some good bad guys. They did. In- yeah. Of, of the previous movies uh-huh. they did in the previous <laughs> movies but they're even more nazi-ish in this movie yes and they're somehow less like like they blow up four more planets than the empire did in the original trilogy mm-hmm. and somehow they feel less menacing yep 
They absolutely do. It makes no because you don't have any context for this. The first movie, A New Hope, effortlessly yeah, effortlessly gave us the entire situation in the opening shots. You understood right With then dialogue. what the entire thing was. You got it from the dialogue as well, but you only really needed oh, okay, there's a really big thing chasing <laughs> this really tiny thing. That is a also, microcosm hey guys, of the entire also, situation. I'm going back to the Starkiller Base thing, I'm tired. I'm tired of this very like inefficient doesn't actually make sense from any standpoint other than I need a bigger dick than you. Yes. <laughs> what do you well, mean? What do you no, mean? You don't need, when you have the amount of resources that the Empire or the First Order have, yeah. just build the damn ships, recruit the damn people, and just control the planet. The biggest Jared, armada. Jared, yeah. do you know the amount of lives lost during a ground assault on a planet? <laughs> no ground Versus... Need. Versus not having to have a ground assault because you've blown the planet up You're from right, across but, the galaxy. But guess what, Josh? Those numbers balance out when you blow up a planet-sized battle station. Real easy, like. Well, they really should learn <laughs> to hide their exhaust ports better. It's all, it wasn't even or their dry or their crankshaft. It was or the whatever freaking they blew planet up in this core. <laughs> uh, sorry, they stripped the clutch and the planet blew up. Whatever. Uh, yeah, it's real bad. It's real, real bad. How how much better would it have been? Because I don't have a problem with giant planets or oh. moon-sized star bases that blow up planets. I think that's cool. I, I think, thought it was cool I the first time. I think big guns it are was cool. It right the second time. How much cooler would it have been if... It's been three when, times now. ...when Finn and Rey are escaping on the Falcon and flying off of Jakku, if they're celebrating, and as you see, the, see it pull away, all of a sudden, a giant red laser from nowhere just streaks in and blows up Jakku behind them. And they're like, what the shit? shit was that and that would be fine like, and then you don't and oh it's a mystery box what happened because then you don't find what, out for another 45 minutes another mystery box well but I this mean, one gets solved in the movie because <laughs> 45 minutes later they tell you what it is to be fair that would alleviate the thing of Ray constantly being like i need to go back to Jakku. it alleviates that, also, that is, this, so is a, this is no a planet one. that sucks ass but at least it's one that we've had a little bit of attachment Listen, to not yeah. even ego heavy sheave is taking the resources or the time to blow up Jakku. maybe it's a test what look he's learned from his previous apprentice he <laughs> hates sand <laughs> i think as long as she, we don't get any more i need to go back to jakku for no damn reason at all i'm happy i think lord i no, she, she, I, I was no in Rise of Skywalker, she's going to touch it. a different lightsaber and it's going to flash to her parents currently on Jakku looking around like, where is she? Where's <laughs> she what am I done? Oh, and then they get shot by the laser. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess God. she didn't want us to be her parents after all. <laughs> no, it's actually Luke. Luke shows up and he's like, well, where's this girl that I left back here? <laughs> I want it to be the same scene from uh, from the original Star Wars to where she comes back and it's just they're there but they're skeletons burning <laughs> they're, on the ground. Back. <laughs> yeah. They they go they fly there and they go past the one rock and you see her little like uh, 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 AT AT uh -huh. there on the ground and you just see her their skeletons at the yeah. foot of it. Yes. This is my <laughs> fault. If I'd been here, they oh, could have no. left in time. <laughs> That's how episode ten will start. And episode ten picks up from there. Oh, there, you go. there you go. Uh is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into why, final thoughts? Uh, why did they think that a five times bigger and stronger Death Star would be bigger than five Death Stars that couldn't be blown up all at once? Because they didn't think I don't it know. through. Why would you, if you had the ability to either buy two Death Stars or buy enough of an army to conquer two galaxies... Death Stars. Why would Death you buy stars. the Death Stars? Because they're awesome. Nope, they're not. Yes. I'm not they're saying it's a good decision. They're actually not awesome. 
I don't I don't actually believe they're awesome. And <laughs> as a huge Star Wars nerd, they're not awesome. I'm they're actually, not. Death stars in, aren't awesome? I'm no. In, what actually, do you mean? Well, I'm intentionally they're actually the to... size of a moon when a star is much bigger than a planet. <laughs> but the Death Star planet is only the size of a planet and it's a star killer. No, but it turns into a star. So it's the same size as a star. I'm no, it just, just one looks like a star. So it turns it into a tiny star? Oh, yeah. The incomplete no one is the coolest looking size. one. <laughs> but... No, look, the, the reason one that shoots Move five is better issue. is because, look, the previous Death Star was essentially a rifle of Death Stars. It shot one one shot really accurate, and then they were like, you know what, that worked, but we kind of want the what shotgun. What if we had a machine gun? No, no, they want the shotgun <laughs> of Death Stars. Yeah, but that and would so, imply that some of the lasers next, missed. Next, we're going to have a they bazooka. <laughs> What's it going to do? Blow up? It's going to blow up other Death Stars. It fires a, it fires a <laughs> What's going to happen is we're going to forget starships. We're just going to have Death Star fleets and go at each other. It's, it's the equivalent of nuking. With the, with the maneuverability of, the of a TIE fighter. Just... Yep, yep that's what's going to happen. Well, they have hyperdrives. <laughs> of course. All right. Let's get into final thoughts. Josh, you go first. Yeah, I got to start. Okay, I'll start us off. Um, I enjoy this movie. It's fun to watch with friends. Um, it's probably not something I watch by myself, honestly. Uh, there's I can't a, have it Josh, on the I, have, I have a question. Is yeah. there a Star Wars movie you'd watch by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would watch New Hope. <laughs> Christmas <would> special. Watch, <laughs> I would watch any of the original trilogy, and Clone I would Wars? watch the first two prequels. I would watch all five of those by myself. You would watch Attack of the Clones. I would We've rather We've had this conversation die. multiple times. I know. What about the animated Shocking. Movies? I've never seen the animated movies or the animated TV show. You should watch They're the good. animated TV show. I've it's heard. Yeah. I've you should not watched the animated movie. No, it's bad. Which one was the animated movie? That's the, the one that Clone you and Wars I went that to. Was that Continuing Dooku? on with my final thoughts. Uh, there's a lot of scenes in here that are a lot of fun and ones that I have gone and looked up on YouTube later. Um, but for some of the reasons we've talked about, uh, I just there, there are enough problems in this movie that it's the kind of thing where I watch it and it makes me like facepalm mm-hmm. while I'm watching it. Yeah. And and that annoys me, and I'd rather laugh at something bad than be bored or annoyed. Um, and this is this it's not bad enough. Like I wouldn't call this a bad movie. I really wouldn't. Um, there's just things in it that annoy me to the point where I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll watch something else. Uh, my favorite part of this movie is, oh man, I'm torn between saying the like the the land invasion outside of Orange Eyes, um, <laughs> Maz. And no, as orange much eyes as on Takodana. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Orange eyes. Everybody on Takodana has orange eyes. <laughs> Sorry, Takodana. Um, oh, Lord. But, but, as, but, but as much as I love that scene, I think my favorite part is the fight between Ray and Kylo at the end. I, man, I love it. Finn was there. And yeah. Finn in the background, <laughs> dying for moral support. He was holding him off first. <laughs> yeah. Um,. He really put his back into it. Um, <laughs> even ju- even just visually, like I love the 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 moonlight in the snow covered forest as their as the red and blue light from their lightsabers are day. Like it's just it's visually really pretty. I like these two characters that are fighting each other. I think it's really cool. It's my favorite part of the movie. My least favorite part is just how conveniently everything comes to Ray without her acknowledging it. Yes. And I want to say specifically without her acknowledging it. Yes. Because if she acknowledged it, if she in some way made mention that, man, this is weird that I'm gaining all these new abilities, or she tried to test the limits of it, or was, or even if it didn't weird her out, but she was just like, this is, like, it'd be like if I suddenly got the power of flight, 
I wouldn't be like oh, instantly this is confident. Th- like I knew I could do this. There's no surprises here. Well, no, but but I but maybe I wouldn't be like oh, this is really scary. I don't know what I'm doing. I'd be like no, you know what? I've seen this enough in movies. I'm flying. This is awesome. Yeah. Right. Even if she did that, where it's like this is new, but this is exactly from all those stories that I've heard of, and it's awesome, and uh, this is amazing. I'm gonna do all sorts of stuff with it. Because if I could fly, I'd be flying everywhere. I'd be flying. It's cold as on shit my, up there. But, um, no, I'd be flying <laughs> to go from the living room to the bathroom. Oh yeah, I, I would, would not walk would to the bathroom. <laughs> I would fly to the bathroom it because was, because what, I what can you, fly. Wait, now. What are you flying in? What himself, do you mean? his body. Oh, you're like, floating. Yeah, yeah oh, me flying. Like, no, no, Jared. If I suddenly got a pilot's license, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you'd fly a lot of places if you could pilot a plane. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To but the, the gas is outrageous. <laughs> no, but if if I I would use that, and so if she had something like that where it was just some sort of acknowledgement, then it would have been fine. But yeah. it's the fact that everything worked out for her and. And no attention was paid to it at all. It was just like, yeah, this makes sense. Of course, she should just randomly be able to have all these force powers that she didn't know about until two seconds ago. Why not? That bothers me. Uh, so that's my least favorite. Th- those are the points in the movie where I face Palm and I'm, I get annoyed. Um, overall, though, it's it's a really fun movie to watch um, for those scenes that are just so cinematic and so beautiful. Um, I think I'm going to give it three and a half... Uh, Vibro baton stormtroopers nice. out of five. Is that actually a vibro weapon that he's using? I, I mean, it's vibrating. I it's, it's got a stag on it too. I thought it might just be one of those weird stag. Jared, what's the name weapons. of that specific? What's weapon? the type of weapons actually, that I'll, aren't I'll, lightsabers I'm, I'm, but I'm, can I'm fight lightsabers? I thought that was vibro weapons. I think vibro there's a hand. Vibro weapons can fight lightsabers. Yeah, I imagine. Because isn't that the same thing that the like red cloaks use in the next movie? Is like vibro yes. spears yes. and all. Oh, stuff. I thought those were like tech. the. I I never knew vibra had like static around. I always thought those were just like stun whatever's. Like would what do you think vibro like, was? You, I think just vibrating. I thought I would just. <laughs> I never actually seen one, or I didn't think I'd seen one. Ah, Darth Vader, you're coming at me, but it's a good thing I've got my 12 inch vibrator on me. Oh, that's oh, what oh, I oh, thought. Oh. I thought it was like a saw. Oh, Except oh, it vibrated. Oh, You're approaching me? <laughs> You're coming into my range? Ooh-woo. <laughs> uh, mm. It's a weird combo of memes we're doing there. <laughs> Brian, what are your thoughts? You don't think we should do happy thoughts, or uh, bad thoughts, happy thoughts, bad thoughts, happy thoughts? Wait, you've got bad thoughts? I, I'm i Te- surprised, too. <laughs> T- tell us about them, Brian. My main problem with this is just so many opportunities for me to just say why. Like, why didn't they handle this a different way? Why isn't... Why can't Finn also be Force-sensitive and just have a different field than Rey does? Why is, like... Th- why does there have to be a new BB-8 but not a new X-Wing? Like, what What decides what gets in and what doesn't? Kathleen Kennedy. That's fair. 100% true. That's <laughs> I mean, you pretty much... I would pretty much just be, like, copying the same problems that you had with it. Like, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of... It's too easy for Ray. I like Finn. I just want him to be good at stuff, too. Not a loser all the time. Which I would be, because it's going to be three movies. This could be his, this could be a good, like, he starts out slow. Yeah. He gets to a little jog, and then, like, he finally breaks through at the end, and he's like, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what good Luke chosen. does, because Luke's yeah, exactly. a straight-up loser at the well, beginning. because yeah. Luke gets his hand chopped off and loses to his dad, makes bad decisions by, like, getting them captured and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ray's not doing that. Yeah. Like, she's not... Well, I guess she has gotten captured, but that wasn't because of her decisions. Well, it was. It's just it worked out for the better for everyone. It's true. So, 
overall. Do you have a favorite part? Favorite part is opening scene. I really, I like where she lives. I like how she's living. I feel like they oh, the, just, the, the opening scene with Ray, not the opening scene where Carlos, oh yeah, like, I forgot the bolt. Yeah, I forgot that. That's also a really cool scene. Mm-hmm. Like they had a lot of good setups and didn't really pan out for me because it's weird to me that Kylo Ren only seems to be good at that one thing. Yeah. So, uh, give it a C minus. It's <laughs> not what we do. That's uh, what he does today. Uh, a uh, <laughs> two a two plus out of out of five. Brian, I'm about to murder you. <laughs> give this give this movie a rating. I'll give it a two and a half out of five uh, minichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> You're off the podcast. <laughs> Jared, your turn. All right. I really have a lot of fun with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I. You know, there are things that I can critique about it, but at the end of the day, I I can I would never struggle to sit down and watch this movie. Uh, I could watch it by myself. If someone suggested, hey, let's watch this movie, and we were going wa- we to watch a movie, I was like, yeah, great, let's do it. I'd be all about it. Um, I do I do recognize that it has flaws. I, I will acknowledge those. Um, but again, I, I just... Where I'm at as a Star Wars fan and how much I love this product, I am really in a place where I'm happy for this trilogy and I'm happy to move on from this trilogy because Mm -hmm. this trilogy does the thing that I never wanted to do, which is this weird segue of old actors to new actors and a whole new whatever, but it was also required. And so, you know, I'm, I'm fine to just give it a pass and say this was fun because I really do think it was fun. And I, I, in my own head, like I said, for my personal rankings, I think it fights for the three spot. I really do. Uh, especially if it were to stand on its own. In-universe, well, we can talk about it. Hmm. But um, that being said, I would say the thing... I would say the thing that I I hate the most about this movie is that there's so much forced chemistry between old characters to new characters. Mm. That is... Like, like when when Ray shows up and Leia and her just have this embrace. All of a sudden, this, Im- this incredible bond out of yeah. nowhere... And Chewie is left to just hang off to the side. Yeah. You know, and Leia ignores him, even though he just lost his best friend. He's known Han longer than she has. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what the Ray hell? Ray literally knew him for an afternoon. An afternoon, and wanted to call him dad, you know? Yeah. And, oh, this was the other thing we didn't talk about, but I was like, this is definitely one of the things I hate most about this movie. Why is Luke not in 99% of this movie? <laughs> what the hell? I kind of think... It is a valid decision to try and save him for the second movie. You definitely could do that, but I think it's interesting that they they it would make perfect sense for Luke to be in the Obi Wan position that Han is. But it's interesting that they went with Han for that Obi Wan role, right. and obviously that is probably because Han, uh, Harrison Ford was like, "No, get me out of these movies, please." Kill yeah, me. Yeah. there's obviously but, that complication. But I do I I I kind of agree. There is a I think you could do a different mo- version of the sequels that starts off with with Luke being at the beginning and and all that. But I think it is also a valid choice to not go that way. I don't know. I have, don't even necessarily be, need it to be Luke. I'm not even, I like, just have, want some Jedi to I'm be not there even the to biggest, help. I would like, kind of I'm not even like the biggest Luke fan. Like I'm cool with Luke, but I'm just like, wh- this whole movie, like when you boil it down, is about finding Luke, mm-hmm. and you don't know why. Yeah, and that's that. That he's does the chosen suck. One. Because it's Except not clear. Not. It's not clear why everyone is so set on finding him, and like what what that would yeah. mean. It makes some sense with the Last Jedi to me. 
but at the end of the day, I, I definitely agree with you. But I will say that like having Luke be in the Yoda role rather than the Obi-Wan role, that, that fits for me. I would think it would be better maybe if there was like one more student of his that had escaped the, the mm-hmm. whole Kylo kills everyone thing. And like that guy is in the Obi-Wan role and you could kind of make it right. work that way. But I think having Han there is a neater solution to that. Uh, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> we but get, we I get just, a whole Kylo killed Luke. But like the whole goal of this movie. From <laughs> oh, the what I crawl, mean is that he killed the spirit inside. <laughs> yeah. Luke. But I mean like. The whole goal of this movie from the opening crawl on is to find Luke. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the point. Yeah. And it, it's a mystery box. I mean, they do, box didn't a, have an issue. I, I, they do find Luke, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And at he the, says at nothing. At the 1% part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that, those are a couple of beefs that I have. Um, things that I love. Uh, I'm not going to pick one because there's there's a couple. Uh, okay. The chemistry between Poe and Finn and Finn and Ray is beautiful. I we would like to have seen more of that. I appreciate. I loved po. it. For it sure. was uh, that that conversation from when Finn breaks Poe out to the end of the Tie Fighter scene. It's great. It's great banter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love instant it. best friends. Absolutely. Yeah, they do feel that way. Yeah, like, it, it, it that is, is yes. one of those memes that I can kind of get on board with because the internet has a way of like mashing two characters that had a line together and being like making a way bigger thing out of it than it is. But right. these two do no, feel like they're instantly yes. like, yeah, we're gonna hang out. This is gonna be cool. Yeah. Like if they hadn't seen each other in a long time, they'd pick it right back up. Well, I could mm-hmm. feel like I could see the two of these coming back and doing the like. The, the scene in Predator where they're like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Which is why it's super weird that those two don't hang out again for the rest robot of the movie. Arms. Right. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. Um, the, the the ship battle or the ship and ground battle on Takodana is probably some of the best shot Star Wars, I mm. think, just Oh, yeah. That's border. like one of the only times you really see like the rebellion like as the top dogs. Like, Kicking they're, ass. Yeah, they're and owning it, this fight to begin with. done really well. Yeah. Oh, on, uh, on Orange Eyes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Orange eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I do love that they, for the most part, when you get past what you wanted the plot to be, to just watching the story unfold, I really enjoy how much fun the movie is just all the way through. And that's why it, I think it gets a fighting spot for that three spot. That's fair. So three out of five. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I would say that this is a four out of five moof milkers. Moof milkers. All right. That's Jeez. our word. Is that like bring it down that it's a moof milker? Or is no, that no, just no. Like, it, it's no. part of the fun of it. Yeah. All right. So you said this was going to be good, good, or bad, bad, good, good. But I don't know that it is. This movie is extraordinarily fun. There's a lot of high points to it and a lot of good stuff, but it is badly constructed in a lot of ways. There's a lot of things you could do to improve this movie a lot. And I think that this movie gets by on the strength of J.J.'s direction. He is excellent at making you just breeze from scene to scene and have a good time going along. But at the end of the day, it's the definition of a popcorn movie. Like, there's there's no nutrition here. There's, there's not much at all. There's some excellent moments. There's some beautiful moments. But at the end of the day, a lot of this is is poorly put together and it feels like a thing where he was like okay yeah i'll make a star wars movie and then hand all the problems that i have off to some other guy and let him fix that shit so i think my least favorite thing is the fact that there was no greater direction there was no plan going forward this was just get some shit on the screen we need to make money off of this star wars thing because we spent a billion dollars making it so we need to make something as quick as possible Mm. four billion buying it yeah i mean it's it's insane like the amount of money that that went on to this but that kind of makes sense and i can understand that yep but at the same time give the script another pass man come on get someone who knows story structure in there well to be fair to be fair on that this is the one grace i'll give them this it was rushed yeah 
because they were like, it has to come out December 2015. Yeah. So I don't know that you could get another pass at it. I, I don't know. I don't know what the schedule was. I don't know who they got to do it, but they they could have done better. And honestly, I think if they had taken their time, they would have made a lot more money. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it, and it would not have all the controversies that they're having to deal with, and they would not have the, to do the things where they're like, oh yeah, we're going to make the, all these Star Wars movies, and then having to backtrack that of like, uh, maybe we're not going to make all that of Star Wars why movies. why we're all ready for episode nine to come out and just get beyond mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's my least favorite thing. My favorite thing, though, is this feels like Star Wars again. In a way, what? It's Rin, Kylo Rin. I know, he's great, but it's not my favorite. Kylo Rin is great. Uh, He is awesome. He's he's probably going to be my favorite part in the next movie, but. uh, He needs a lightsaber hook hand. Yeah. My favorite thing about this movie is that it feels like Star Wars again. In a way that the prequels yeah. never did to me, this feels like Star Wars. It it has some something of that magic is here, and maybe it's just that they're you know copying and pasting a whole bunch of the previous stuff. <laughs> yeah. But in a way that that Lucas never managed to pull off with the prequels, this feels right to me. It's it's mediocre in a lot of ways, but it's beautiful in a lot of ways, and I really enjoy a lot of it. Uh, and I, I think I called most of it out. There are there are huge problems with it, but there's also just a lot of fun to be had here, and that's that's awesome. And that's really what, at the end of the day, I think Star Wars should be is fun. And if you get that, you kind of get Star Wars, and that's that's really all I'm asking. So I am going to give this a three out of five frozen blaster bolts in the air because it's a fun movie. It's, it it's, is, it's, but it's not perfect, and it it could have been better. It's a fun movie, and that was a fun scene, man. Yeah. I mean, we only talked on it briefly, but I I love that that blaster bolt getting frozen. In the I air. don't I don't know that I have a flaw from the opening scene all the way to when Han and Chewie find them. Yeah, I I pretty much agree. Yeah, mm. I don't think there's a flaw there, uh, except for the whole Poe just getting launched out and not really addressed. Yeah, that might be it, but yeah. that's about it. I, I still don't have a problem with that. You could make that work, but yeah, it's not that bad but for me. Th- there's ways of making it work better. Yeah. Which I think is part of why that movie gets so much love is because you, by the time you're 20 minutes in, you're hooked completely. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree. Well, if you want to listen to more things that hook you 20 minutes in, <laughs> uh, you can listen to more of our podcasts on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and Opinionated Podcast on Facebook. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for what we should watch in the future. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcasting app you use. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to the listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. Thanks for